Panago Pizza presents S-D-P-P, the Steve Dangle Podcast, with your hosts, Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Let's go! I just want to ask you, after a week off, kind of a skid going into that week off and then the All-Star game, what would today's episode feel like if the Leafs had not won on Monday? How bad would would it be? Trashed. Trashed. Tra- all, every camera would be on an angle. One of the lights <laughs> Jesse would be just wouldn't flickering. be able to light it properly. <laughs> I, just, I just no. Jesse, I would destroy Jesse would it all. Being able to I wouldn't be able to contain myself. What is happening? <laughs> I'll tell you what's happening. The so, Leafs are doomed. It's been amazing because, and and I love this. When the Leafs do well, mm-hmm. um, uh, it, it's great. Super great. I prefer it. I, I, my preference as well. However, uh, uh, the 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 statistical outpouring about how the Leafs have been under Keefe and all that has been amazing on online and some really incredible stuff. Like they've, you know, the, the comparisons to Babcock and Keefe. However, had they lost, uh-huh. I don't think we would be here, gentlemen. No. I think we'd be talking about how could you lose to a team like Nashville? The oh. clock is ticking on Sheldon Keefe. Clock's ticking. I mean. What have you done for me lately? Yeah. Oh, well, you had that hot streak. Yeah, exactly. But now it's like you're a bum. And then but they go back to Cumberland or whatever the team was <laughs> that they keep bringing up for no reason. What, I don't care about what he did before the OHL. Yeah, I don't know why people care. You know, know what helps the situation? What? When you play a team that's not really an NHL team at the moment. Oh. And they don't, because they're not currently playing like it. And that's Ooh. Nashville Predators, who looked miserable on Monday. So Jesse brings up a very good point. So when I watch hockey, I cannot help but key in on the Leafs. I I watch what the Leafs do to that other team, uh, but it's I have a harder time watching what the other team does to the Leafs. You know what I mean? Paying attention to the other team. It is rare that I catch myself going, "Wow, this team sucks." Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did the Preds start to suck? It's, they suck. It's weird, and then there's, but you watch the Preds, which is, by the way, you're welcome. They're about to go on a ten game tear. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. as it stands, you watch them, and you're like, "There's nothing good here. It's not a no. special team anymore. There's something missing." Mm. They always played above. They always, they usually got good goaltending. They didn't really have too many weak spots on the team, but like, who's elite? Like, who's elite on the Nashville Predators? Some people will argue. Uh, Roman Yossi. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's one. Up front, who you got? Philip Forsberg falls under very good. This is a conversation I want to hold off. Oh, yeah? Because we got to oh, get yeah, him we the gotta crown. Do the crown. So we got to do that. First off, let's Prince, say, I'm going to carve you, but first. Who wore the crown? Live dread our city life will treat you royally. Why not pour yourself Why in a friend? Not? A crown royal, because we're going to talk about who wore the crown. Where we, with the help of you, recognize one Leaf player each show that gives it all. They're all for the blue and white because it's our town. It's our crown. It's not about what you have, but what you have to give. So let's crown that Leaf that lives generously by living, uh, sorry, by giving it all for the team. Brought to you by our friends at Crown Royal. Live generously. Life treats you royally. Let's get into it. Steve Dangle. Adam, I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I think my my uh, my crown is pretty easy. Uh, I'm going to give it to the Sandman. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I have to say, watching your video yesterday, and by the way, I was watching the video. My house is under renovation. Like our, we have no, we haven't had a fridge for a month and a half. That's good. And so we're downstairs in this unfinished basement on the carpet, and I've got the TV set up. And usually, what I do with the with the baby is I sit her up because she's sitting up on her own. And she's at the stage now where your whole goal is to hand them new things every five to ten minutes once they're bored with the old thing, and things that won't kill them. So they want to they want right. to grab everything. She wants to grab literally everything: sunglasses, remote controls, uh, uh, power outlets, everything, everything. So she can't really move yet. She's not crawling. So basically, she just sort of sits there. And so what I do is I set up the TV with you on it, and I watch your LFRs there. And so the only time I can get her to stop playing with whatever she's playing with is when you're on the screen and going through a rant. And so when you did your rant, she was. I tried to get video of it. I have some of it. It's not very good. But she would just kind of stop and stare at the screen. How much of it was laughter and how much of it was concern? I think it was just general awe. <laughs> <laughs> not this sure. guy's got some things to say. Don't know how to take this energy, but yeah, she was watching her uncle Steve, and so I was I was sitting there and and I, I watched your your last video, and I think the my favorite part was this WCW entrance, ECW, ECW entrance that you talked about, and then you tweeted about it, and it's the guy from the crowd, and you're talking about it was very niche. It was very like if if you'd mentioned it on the podcast, Jesse and I would have been like, that is too niche. We don't know what you're talking hey, about. You guys ever see One Night Stand ECW 2005? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. and this, and you're talking about the guy smacking himself in the head with the, the hockey just stick. Just a fan, <laughs> just which actually himself. happened. Yeah. It's amazing. So that, you oh, Steve, you're so nuts. No, this all happened. All based on true <laughs> events. A fan just grabbed a wrestler's weapon and hit himself like a solid half dozen and times. They, and they had the rights to Metallica, Enter oh, yeah. Sandman, and he, and he entered from the crowd. It's amazing. So cool. Unreal. Yeah. And the whole building sang the entire song word for word. Anyway, he cracked seven beers before getting in the ring. Oh, it's amazing. And <laughs> I remember uh, ECW... Which one was it? Two thousand six. Uh, oh, the one I'm talking about. Two thousand five. Yeah. Okay, two thousand six. I believe was the year uh, someone had a sign that said, "If John Cena wins, we riot." And it was the first time I had seen like the crowd go against the babyface. I think that was two thousand five. That was the, okay. I think it was the same one. Rob yeah. Van Dam. Yeah, it was when Rob Van Dam won the title against John Cena, and it blew my mind because it was the heel, well, it was the babyface who was a heel to this crowd, and everybody hated John Cena. Top, and they top had that, face in the company. Yeah, top <laughs> biggest superstar on earth, yeah. and they had that sign. I was like, this is so. Freaking cool! <laughs> so they, they do that thing, Adam, where they where they grab each other and one guy punches and the other guy reels and then he comes back and mm -hmm. punches it. So they take turns turns punching. Mm -hmm. Rob Van Dam punch, yeah! Cena punch, boo! <laughs> and, and it was half, a, yeah! yeah, boo! Yeah. You gotta watch the whole. I will show. watch it. I will. RVD watch it. Uh, versus John Cena was two thousand six. Uh, oh, it was two thousand six. Yeah, yeah. He was amazing. Yeah, probably best unreal. best pay per view I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, say your prayers. Oh, just when the music hits. Um, yeah, so uh, good. good on the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, the crown. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Rasmus Sandin played good. So Sam, there he is, my crown. Absolutely. Uh, I want to I want to talk about a player who has um, been good all season. Mm-hmm. Integral part of this team, integral mm -hmm. part of the top six, um, and frankly does not get enough love on this show. 
You know, it's one thing to have an epic pass like Rasmus Sandin, it's another to corral the thing. So my crown goes to William Nylander. Whoa! Wow! Yep. My crown goes to William <laughs> Nylander. He just does not get enough love on this show. The way he was able to, it's like he willed the puck onto his stick. Yes. He mm -hmm. knew with his back turned to the puck, with it bouncing, with it rolling all over the place, mm -hmm. how to corral it, and then after all of that, at top speed, he beats Pecorine. When are we going to start talking about how good William Nylander is? Gosh darn it, he gets my crown. I don't know, Jesse. When are we going to stop ta start talking about wh how good William? I don't Nylander know. Is? I think it's about time that we did start talking about William Nylander and how um, how fantastic he's been all season. Mm -hmm. Because this past game, he set a new career high in goals. There it is. There it is. Uh, I, it is wait, what, what is that? Twenty seven? No, no, a lot, lot less than that. Yeah. Oh, Mitch like, Marner's career high is twenty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think okay, it's like twenty three. Ah. Oh, um, I don't gotcha. have it in front of me, but. Um, I was listening to uh, Justin Bourne talk about William And Justin Bourne said, trade him! And Justin yeah. Bourne said, get that guy out so he's of here! Got, yeah, he's got 23 goals, and this is, his, this is his career high? Yeah, already. new career high. Anyway. Anyways. So, sorry, what um, was Bourne saying? He was saying how... Who the hell is that, by the way? <laughs> we expect, if a guy's in his young, in his early 20s, he's a teenager or whatever, we expect them to get better. Mm. So, they get better. But William Nylander, you've seen over, like, the last year and a bit, how he's actually become physically bigger. Mm -hmm. And how now he goes into the corner, he can actually get the puck away when there are guys around him. And it's just, it's so impressive to see him this year really put that on display, where he's just a bigger body on the ice. Like we said with his Instagram pictures, that guy's right? no longer a boy, that's a man. That's don't, a thick-ass boy. Yeah, it's a Damn, <laughs> Willie! It's a thick-ass Willie! <laughs> By the way, TikTok is, is our favorite. Yeah. You need to get on TikTok. I really like it. I still just follow a guy who just screams at me to sleep more and drink water. Yeah, that guy, and I like the guy with the duck. The oh, Gary. Gary. Gary! Gary! <laughs> Gary, what you said that on fire? <laughs> you're a my, Gary, you're a duck! <laughs> yeah, it just ends. You're a duck! You're a, here, the, the guy who tells you to live your best life and uh, drink water is butt-like-box gnome <laughs> cool dough <laughs> on TikTok. There you go. Anyway, anyway, um, no, William Nylander and uh, John Tavares mm. have a real chemistry going, and I thought it showed uh, on Sandine's goal actually, mm -hmm. because Tavares has the puck, and it's great having a line mate like that if you're William Nylander because you see him with the puck, you're like, ah, he's not going to lose it. It's John Tavares. Who's going to take it off him? No one. So he just he goes right behind the net because. And Tavares knows he's going to be there. Mm -hmm. Willie knows that's the play. Mm -hmm. And that starts them off on the right path. Two Predators go on to William Nylander. Kerfoot's like, yoink, thanks, I'll take right. that very yeah. much. He gets the one scoring chance is stopped, and then Sandine obviously bags the rebound. They they got something special. And Pierre Engvall, who I keep bringing up, is so damn important to this team because if he works as third-line center, Kerfoot gets to stay there, and they have two really, really... Unfun lines to stop. Yeah, no kidding. Well, three. Well, this I is guess. why it's so surprising to me. Out. It's so. so surprising to me that they're like, oh, let's. Uh, I think Kerfoot's going to be the guy that gets traded. Well, I why? said that earlier, but now he's he was lacking a purpose yeah. in the lineup. Like he was sort of a placeholder. Like he wasn't particularly important to the power play or the penalty kill. The, his line wasn't really producing at five on five. Now he's got a role. He's got a role and. 
Coincidentally, that, that line's rolling. That's that's right now. I just wanted to see what Jesse would do with the crown. <laughs> that's who wore the crown this week, brought to you as always by Crown Royal. Next time the puck drops, why not? Why not? Live generously and treat your least crew to a Crown Royal old-fashioned. Why think, not? Thank you. I thought you were going to rob people of that. No, no. Uh, now, I before we get into the Leaf game, mm. I want to get into the Predators. And how they, and, they well, stink I had back at least into the three people. On my DMs and Twitter, on Twitter, asked me the same sort of question. They slid. Now you've heard the question of what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Hmm. What comes first, Matt Duchesne or teams underperforming? Yo, <laughs> I listen. It makes no sense and is probably purely coincidental. However, it's staggering, isn't it? Matt Duchesne has played in the playoffs. Three times in his career for a total of 18 games. Once his first season, once his four, fifth season, and then last year. And with, he's done with well. The, with the Blue Jackets. Yeah, with the Blue Jackets. Yeah. I mean, he's done well in yeah, the Yeah, but playoffs. you got to get there. Right. you got to get there. Yeah, but now it, he has to get there with the Predators because he has a contract that lasts until the end of time. That's paying him eight million dollars. Yeah, but he likes country music, guys. So he's perfect. Yeah, that, so. <laughs> this is another. This it's a, <laughs> and he's very particular about sticks, guys. Yeah, so he likes he likes it. He's so. from Halliburton, home of the cozy corner. Oh, really? Try the bacon on a on a bun. I it's hope wonderful. they do another story on how Matt Duchesne likes country music, and that's why he signed in Nashville. I'm so excited to hear that again. Hey, Matt. Are you? So, Matt, I'm excited. I heard you like country. Music. Yeah, I do. It's great. Cool, man. All right. So we got a game coming up tonight oh, between the Calgary Flames and the Ottawa Senators. So Matthew Brady, your brothers. <laughs> Let's beat that to death. So how long have you been brothers? <laughs> well, Brady's 20, so 20 years. 20 years, and we're only finding out about it now? Why is that? In this economy? Why do you think that is? <laughs> Matthew and Brady are brothers. <laughs> At this time of day, in this part of the country. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Ooh. John anyway. Tavares and PK Subban, you were on the same team 11 years ago. Speak <laughs> about it for 20 minutes, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Listen, if Ma Matt played, Duchesne. Uh, we played the sport of hockey together. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there's only like 200 great. guys in the year that, could, that you can do this. So. So it's the whole interview. It's 45 <laughs> minutes long. And it's John Tavares mumbling while Subban just, he does this. Yeah, that's just right. Just does that point up. <laughs> and that's it. The, the one talkative guy in the NHL, he doesn't say anything, he just points up. Just points up. So why has Ryan Johansson fallen off a cliff? That's a good question. I think there's 10 minutes versus the Leafs and seven shifts. I think there's... Did in, he? Yeah, that's No, uh, 14 shifts, sorry. That's bad. Okay, so... Well, and who are his line mates? <laughs> Kelly Arncroke and Austin uh, Watson? That's the why? chicken and egg thing for me. I'm like, why yeah. does Ryan Johansson suck? Oh, he's playing with Kelly Arncroke, who I like, but not that high up in the lineup. And Austin Watson. Yeah, but he's playing with those guys because he hasn't been good. Well, that'll fix it. So That'll surely fix it. I think like, Hines was trying to send a message. You know, you play him for the lowest amount he's played in, his, in the last, like, five years. I guess. They're also spending, like, okay, the Leafs are spending $22 million on John Tavares and Austin Matthews. Mm -hmm. But for that money, they get John Tavares and Austin Matthews. Mm -hmm. The Nashville Predators are spending 6 plus 8 is 14 plus 9 is 23, plus whatever, 
half millions of dollars that I'm missing in there. They're they're paying like twenty four million dollars for Johansson, Torres, and Duchesne, mm-hmm. and none of them are mind blowing. Like, we, remember we had the talk about undeniable it's money. By the way, oh, is it twenty two? Twenty two on. Uh, Brian Johansson, uh, Duchesne, and Torres. Hmm. Eight, eight, and six. Oh, does Duchesne make eight? Yes. I don't know why I thought he made 9.5. No, eight, eight, and six. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, never mind then. Well, never mind for him in particular. Yeah. I wanted to get into, remember we had the conversation of undeniable money? Like, is Marner undeniable? Because he's asking for undeniable money. Mm-hmm. He's He's been pretty tough to deny this year, that's for sure. But... I just look at the Preds roster and how many certifiable first liners you see on that team? Forsberg on the left wing? Duchesne can. Yeah. And well, Forsberg. But here's the question. Is very, yeah, he's certified. I'd here's say. the question Is Matt Duchesne a top line player on a Stanley Cup winning team? There are plenty of guys who can play the top line, but are you a top line player on a Stanley Cup winning team? Like Andreas Athanasiu in Detroit. Playing top line minutes, That's, you can't. But, but on a Stanley no, Cup winning goal, on a Stanley, Stanley yeah, Cup that's winning not team, very nice. It's, well, he's not you, though. You pick a team that's historically bad and well, be like, hey, <laughs> that guy, you suck. Well, no, but but I was going to compare him. Actually, I was going to compare him to Dylan Larkin, who I think on a Stanley Cup winning team would be on the top line, or could be anyway. Could be. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Could be. The point I'm trying to... I took, he, I took I an extreme in a example. category to Matt Duchesne. Do you really? To be honest... Well, yeah, where I, I really that... like him as a player. I do. But as the star... I guess yeah, it's not like he's played with great players. No, for ever. Ever. Ever, ever, really. Um, yeah, that's a tough one for Larkin. But like Matt Duchesne... The difference... Like, uh, there are guys who go through their career and they just have no luck when it comes to the playoffs. Jay Bomeister had no right. luck for the longest time, and then he finally got his cup. But he played for two teams, I think. He played for Florida forever, and they sucked forever. And uh, then he goes to the Blues, who also sucked for a while under Jay Bomeister, or with uh, Jay Bomeister. Duchesne's played with a big old bunch of teams. Mm-hmm. And, and good teams sends- and good good talent. The Sens started to suck immediately. Immediately. Yeah, that the was the moment he showed up. The unraveling of Eric Carlson and mm-hmm. everything else. Like, it was bad. It seemed yeah. like it was him. <laughs> and it was weird because Colorado went the exact opposite direction the second yeah. he left. Yes. Well, and, and he was this storm cloud. He wanted to get traded. And remember then, that Remember that picture he took at training camp? Like the, just, he's like, I'm just here for my teammates. And, and then they took a picture and he's like, just get me out of here. Like, why couldn't he have been... Like, we've heard stories, like, over the past year or so... Of players going, yeah, I want out. Or, you know, Tyson Berry, ask for a trade. Probably still wants a trade. <laughs> I don't know. Because he he's might. been close to a point of game under Keefe. Yeah, it's While true. still getting, oh, we'll get to Tyson Berry later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, like, and then they see how the season plays out, and they go, oh, I don't want to trade anymore. Like, if he just hung on for, like, a month and a half, he might have decided, oh, actually, I like Colorado. Yeah. You know? And I can't blame him for Ottawa because... Really? He's the reason Ottawa sucked last year? <laughs> With too. all that bullshit that was going on? Yeah. Uh, but not not his fault. Then he goes to Columbus. I, they barely make it. I don't really think that's his fault. They win the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He contributed to that. Yeah. And now freaking hey, He, he the had Preds. 10 points in the playoffs last year. He was good. Yeah. and But now the Preds are... They are. Like, what is it? Like, is it just the worst luck in the universe? It seems that way. Dude, I mean, this guy—this guy sat through that entire Avs rebuild. 
that looked like I mean it was like he rebuild. Sold low. Yeah, he, he sold low. It was like rebuild one from 2010 to 2014, and then they missed the playoffs again for the next six years, and you wonder or three sorry four years, and you wonder okay. Uh, I mean, I don't blame him for asking for a trade. It's like, when is this finally going to happen for me? Mm-hmm. What, what does Ryan Johansson make? I want I eight million. Eight million dollars. Turn to the other forever and ever on this. Yeah. So eight he makes eight million dollars. Yeah. So if I got to choose between Matt Duchesne and Ryan Johansson, I choose Matt Duchesne. So already we know that contract sucks mm-hmm. because he signed it long before Matt Duchesne did. He was also traded for Seth Jones. Mm-hmm. So you're looking to get that value. Well, no, you already lost that too. This dude has four more points than Zach Hyman, who missed the first like month and a half of the season with uh, re- recovering from surgery. Yep, and is the like grinder on his line. Yep, he's the go in the corners and work it guy. What's going on here? Oh, we're missing Ryan Ellis. Okay, no. Holy shit! Like everyone's missing someone. Well, he's an important someone. Okay. Ryan Johansson has not had over 20 goals since 2014-2015. You're joking. No. And it's funny because when he signed the deal, and that was like right after the the real the, the magic run that Nashville went on in the finals. Yeah. Um, I would have thought, I thought at the time, I'm like, oh, that's a good deal. But who could have predicted that several years later we'd be sitting here and he's not even cracked 20? What was his injury? Because didn't he have like a ridiculous, wasn't it like... F- there was like flesh eating something. There was, I don't remember what it was. It was really scary. Like, is that still with him? I don't think so. I don't know. No, no, no. Not like like the effects of it, I mean. Oh. Because, good question. Yeah, it's gone. The magic is gone there, man. Yeah. It's gone there. And the team now, he's still is getting not a, a pile of assists. Like last year, he had 50 assists. Great. Good play good. guy. Good. But not $8 million. That's the sort of, that's why goal scoring is worth more than playmaking. Mm-hmm. A playmaker with no one to pass to is a passer. What if I tell you <laughs> that's it? Matt Duchesne has had two 30-goal seasons and he's been in the league for 10 years? I mean, how many times has he eclipsed, let's say, 60 points? Twice. Yeah. Maybe I I think we got a lot of name, name recognition. Sorry. Uh, Ottawa, 12. Three times. I forgot oh, that. Because he had a Columbus split and season. Ottawa. Yeah, wow. three times. He could be a top 100 player of all time. <laughs> That's right. With three 60 point seasons, <laughs> three 30 goal seasons. Three no, times no, two 60 30, point getter. Oh, Matt two 30. oh, he's won 30 yeah. goal game. One 30 goal season. Two, being in I consideration just, for the next. Uh, what special? Right. What special about, about either the Nashville of those Predators? Well, and I, I just, uh, I mean, listen. Ellie uh, didn't hit. He's supposed no, to be the didn't. best, the best player not in the NHL. Just all these guys. All these guys, and and so then you look at the coaching situation too. So they tr- they fire Peter Laviolette, who's mm-hmm. not had the best goaltending either. It's like really, you just look at the goaltending of uh, teams that are not doing well. I think Toronto's case, you actually have a, a legitimately different thing because Freddie Anderson was playing really well those first twenty five games or whatever it was under Mike Babcock. But other than that, most of the guys that have been let go this year have just bad goaltending, and I don't know how Pekarene is really doing, but I believe it's not been very great. And like I, I couldn't quote you his numbers. Okay, well, Pecorino has always been a magical, mystical. Goalie. I know both of their goalies are under a nine hundred. Both. He's an eight ninety seven. Yeah. Really. Sixteen Very and eleven. Yeah, man, they're just super not special to me. He his mm-hmm. 
Here's here's an interesting thing about this is the difference between last year and this year for Pecorino, who has up and down years. Like, like I'm gonna go through the last six years with you. Nine nine twenty three save percentage, nine oh eight, nine eighteen, nine twenty seven, nine eighteen. Like he's the, up and down and up and down and up and down. Nine eighteen like, is still very good. Um, but then he's got an eight ninety seven this year. And what's oof. fascinating about this to me is his goals against average, because it is a full half goal a game. Higher than it was last year, which is a team stat. But we're talking about why the Predators aren't good, and uh, yeah, there you go. That he's, might he's at it. almost three three goals a game allowed. But, like the uh, so I was going through it for the LFR that your daughter watched, mm-hmm. and um, like Rene allowed two goals on the first three shots. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at what the goals were, and I'm like, I'm sorry, they're I, not I, bad. I just don't know what he was supposed to do. William Nylander splits the D, and it's amazing. William Neal, yeah, with a godlike pass from Sandine. And uh, Zach Hyman is able to score because Roman Yossi tells his defense partner to pick up Austin Matthews. He doesn't. Rene panics, goes over to Matthews' side, and Hyman's just like, sure, I'll take that. He just he gets a fortunate bounce and he whacks it in. So, like, I'd be curious. Uh, I know uh, goalie analytics or whatever isn't quite as advanced, but I, I'd be curious to know, like, what's his... What's his high danger? Like, mm-hmm. is he really yeah. is he giving his team a chance on nights where they don't necessarily deserve it? Right. Because sounds like they don't deserve it a lot. His team didn't help him at all, right. no. and his record isn't too bad. Like he's 16, 11, and three. They could make and the playoffs. And UC Soros is six and eight. Yep. So it's not. They could make the playoffs still. Right. But I just look at them and I'm like, like that. David Poyle is a GM who's not afla- afraid to shake it up, mm-hmm. and that team needs to shake up in the worst way. Why was John Hines brought in? Do we know I don't why? Know. So he didn't have success in New Jersey. Like that was a complete failure after yeah. all of those off-season moves. And then it seems like they rushed and brought him in. Like I understand maybe Laviolette getting stale, but is Hines the guy you're firing? Vaughn? Like Peter Laviolette's had a pretty good record. I, I want to know who in the front office he previously worked with. <laughs> like, l- why are we looking for a uh, yeah. complicated answer? It's hockey. That's what it was, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that yeah. how it works? Maybe. Like, he yeah. made the playoffs with a weak New Jersey team once. Mm-hmm. And now everyone thinks, you know, well, he'll get the most out of our guys? Like, is that, like, how long can he ride that? It's the NHL, so what are, what are, what are we talking about? 25 years? You got another 25 <laughs> years of doing this? <laughs> I think you have to win a cup to get 25 years. You might get 10 mm. on, on whatever. Well, Randy Carlisle wrote it for 11. He wrote his cup for 11. <laughs> That's how bad he was. By the way, he only got 11 more years out of the cup. Come on now, Randy. Come on, Randy. Damn, Randy. Well, Randy was a particularly rough case. Oh, baby, maybe this time. No, no, not this time. Not this time. Anaheim again, part two. (laughs) Let's Uh, try it. I just, I look at Nashville, like you said, nothing special, nothing remarkable. And it doesn't seem like there's any ability to do it. And I, 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 I bring it back to Matt Duchesne. Because first off, I think country music sounds better when you're getting paid $8 million uh, a season and there's no income tax or whatever it is. They've got like low income tax or something there. Uh, but And also to Rocket City. People are like, oh, it's the taxes. That's why everyone wants to sign in Nashville. No, go to Nashville and you'll understand why people want to sign in Nashville. It's amazing. Um, That's it. But I, I wonder what you can do because you're, you're stuck with Ryan Johansson's deal. No one's taking that. Yeah. So what do you? What's the shakeup look like? If David Poyle's the guy that's so aggressive on that sort of thing, um, you know they they dealt from a position of strength with PK, as in they got rid of him, uh, or they got rid of his contract, yeah. right? 
I mean, because well, that was really the whole point is to dump PK's contract so they could sign Matt Duchesne. Well, and it's a shame, right? Because you go, okay, we can afford to lose PK Subban because we have Ryan Ellis, and then Ryan Ellis goes down, and all of a sudden the whole. Jenga but Ryan tower. Ellis, as great as Ryan Ellis is, can't be responsible for the fact that the the forwards aren't scoring. Right. The whole damn thing, yeah, dude. Uh, who's their leading goal scorer? Isn't it Forsberg with sixteen? And he he's missed games, but not very many. Mm. It's Forsberg with sixteen. Yeah, that's horrible. That's horrible. See, when they were winning, like really winning, they had like James Neal, but James Neal doing really well. Like he has James Neal. The one thing you you cannot deny is he's got that finish about him. There is something about him. He Bangs just scores and goals. goals, bangs and goals. And if your team makes the playoffs with him, he'll bang in goals there too. Yeah, it's. I mean, James Neal. Not that he'd be the solution now. No, but, but he's a, he's a big game player. Yeah. The, the key is to get into big games, <laughs> and the Preds might not actually do that this year. Wow, hard to imagine, eh? Yeah, <clears throat> like they're just—it's just such a te- such a strong team for they're such meh. a long time. They're the opposite of what Nashville is as a city. They're meh. Good point. They're boring. It's a boring team. On the it's other weird. half, well, yeah, and I, I again, the John Hines thing didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you needed to fire Peter Laviolette now to get John Hines for what? I don't know. And like I understood. I I don't under. I still don't understand what Vegas did, but I can understand why they like Pete DeBoer. I get that. Sure, but like I don't understand firing, firing your, Gallant because that you, didn't make you're sense. You're not getting goaltending. Yeah, that didn't make sense. Maybe but, that was one where they but, go. Well, but I can understand it... why they like him. John Hines. Um, John Hines. I don't get. I don't get yet. I liked him when he pulled that. You know, pulled you know uh, New Jersey to the playoffs. Um, that, was, that was what four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was two, two years ago. <laughs> but still, eighteen months. But, but yeah, that was. Six years Six ago. Six years ago. <laughs> um, okay, You're so, hiring him because 12 years ago? <laughs> well, there's when a lot Taylor of coaches. When Taylor Hall won the heart? There's a lot of coaches. As there's a junior a player? <laughs> 24 <laughs> years ago? Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Um, Who won the cup 24 years ago? When the Avs in their first season? Won the cup? Yeah. God. <laughs> Quebec. And Duchesne was cheering for them because he was an Avs fan. Let's talk about how he's an Avs fan, too. Not enough is made of how mad Quebec City should be about that. Oh. Losing their team? Yeah. Uh, well, the first the first year they lose them, they win the cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's terrible. It's uh, I've seen a couple things where there was a push to, no, keep them there one more year. They might actually do it. <laughs> I was... You know what else I was, I was just talking to someone about today? What's it like for the other guy in an all-time fleecing trade? Like, where you're the guy going to the team that got fleeced? Like Jocelyn Tebow? What is it like to be Jocelyn Tebow? What is it like to be the guy who was traded for Patrick Waugh and have <sighs> his team win the cup immediately as soon as you leave? Oh, and then you're in Montreal. <laughs> like, Colby Armstrong Which is, is, is good-humored about being the guy who was traded for Marion Hosa. Right. Also, the trade didn't directly lead to a cup for the team. It led to a Stanley Cup final. We know all the Marion Hosa stuff. I don't think he's mad about it. He won three after that anyway. <laughs> but like, what's Was it? it three he ended up with? Uh, he, was there, he was with the Blackhawks for all of them. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. 10, 13, and 15. Wow. So what, what is it like being Jocelyn Tebow? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think anyone's ever asked him. I, I wouldn't want it asked. You wouldn't? I think I'd change my name question. to other guy. If I was traded for Patrick Waugh, are you joking? Ken Reed needs to write other guy. 
the stories oh, of the other guys in the trade. I was traded for a super. <laughs> I, hi, I'm Mike Krushaninsky, and I was traded for Wayne Gretzky. Right? Or no, was it was it was it Mike Krushaninsky? I, sh- oh, I don't oh, even remember Gretzky trade. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember who is. Uh, oh my God! Like you know, Marcus Naslin was drafted. Hi, by, I'm like, Jimmy Carson. Yeah. Who? Who was a first round draft pick that they thought was going to be really really good? Martin Jelena was in, involved in that as well. Okay. Yeah. But, Who's Jimmy Carson? I don't know. Uh, he was a first round draft pick of the LA Kings. They thought he was going to be a pretty good player. Turned out to be okay. <sighs> so, actually, now I have now I have two things. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Naslin was not drafted by the Canucks. Who was he drafted by? The Pittsburgh Penguins. I think he even mm-hmm. played for them. And he was drafted for dude. <laughs> like I don't remember the guy's name right at all. Don't remember. Also, someone asked because uh, on ice surfing we were bringing up. Um, you guys do this. I'll, I have to run. Oh, okay. Two seconds. Okay. Uh, the Sens have a legitimate shot at picking twice in the top five this year. Yes. Right. With because they have uh, San Jose's pick. pick. The Sedins again. Well, Adam, <laughs> the Sedins were not the last. He's gone. The la- they were not the last. Uh, duo of players to be drafted top five by the same team in the same draft. Do you know who it was? In the top five by the same team in the same draft. So and the Sedins was 99 and they were the second most recent. The brothers. Yes. By the same team? The same No, team. I have no idea. See, the water's broken in this building. Where is Adam going right now? I don't know. I often Because you can't water. go in that bathroom. No, no, no. All right. Same team, same draft. 2000. Okay. New York Islanders. Who is it? First overall pick, Rick DiPietro. Does Rick DiPietro have a brother who did not pan out? Fifth overall pick. <laughs> no way. Guy who you cannot believe went fifth overall. Ended his career with the Leafs technically. Okay. Rafi Torres. What? Rafi Torres went fifth overall in 2000. I thought you said this was a pair of brothers. No, I didn't say brothers. I, I asked you if it was brothers. I don't know. You kept Check saying brothers. Yeah, and I asked, and you should have said no. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Okay, my bad. So Rafi Does Torres. Does Rick DiPietro have a brother? And I was like, no, but I'm going to continue. <laughs> I thought it was brothers. Sorry, I was distracted so, by where Adam was going to be. Yeah, me too. Uh, where did you pee? No, I had to go. He had to get water. Um, You're not on mic, so you can't just talk. You can hear him. (laughs) Um, So Rick DiPietro Uh and Rafi Torres were both drafted in the top five by the New York Islanders. In 2000. Rafi Torres. He was a beast for Team Canada back in the World Junior. That was back when I really used to watch that tournament. He was one of the back. I forget the point you're trying to make by bringing these two up. Oh, just like we, I went from bad (laughs) trades to duds. Oh, okay. I, I have to say, the drafts in the last five years, especially with the top ten picks, it just seems like they are a lot better at evaluating talent than they used to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you'd have guys like, um, like, Rafi Torres is a great example, but, like, who is the, who's it the Rangers took in... Hugh Jessamine, the huge specimen? No, it was, um... Oh, the defenseman? No, it was Patrick Steffen. Didn't, didn't the Rangers take Patrick Steffen? Oh, yeah, was, they did. They did. And like he was supposed to be the best, and he was like second overall or third overall, and was he? like he was not He's a so great. Good. He was good, He's but like good not that good. But then you're starting to see, I think, at least top fives where maybe not everybody's a superstar, but look at like McDavid, the McDavid year where McDavid's He's got first. A future. Yeah, he might have a future. Who was number two that draft? I can't remember. 
Oh, Jack Eichel. Yeah, it actually yeah, he's, took me a he's okay. Yeah, and yeah. then you got Strom and then Marner. So out of the top four, like you got three legitimate NHL superstars in the in the top four on that one. Mm-hmm. Where ten years before, Marner's not going top ten. He's too small. He's probably not even. I don't know if he's going first round. Right? Or he's like the exotic pick. Yeah, he's like, the, whoa. whoa. They can afford this because they have a deep system already. It's it's amazing <laughs> how how well and how much better the NHL is at drafting now than they were. I think that there's, it just seems to me, if you look at the the actual draft sheets and that sort of thing, the top 10 especially, people are really starting to understand that. Linking this back to Nashville, someone said, dude, go look at uh, Nashville's first round picks from the past decade. Oh. Not good, huh? Just not a ton there. In 2009, they had Ryan Ellis. Oh. And I think that's probably their best first rounder since. That might be why they keep trading their first rounder. Adam, are you talking about Patrick Stefan who missed the goal for the Thrashers? Yeah, for the Dallas Stars. Uh, yeah, for the Dallas Stars. He was drafted by the Thrashers first of all. Oh, I was Rangers. thinking about Derek Stefan. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking about Derek Stefan too. Uh, Derek no. Stefan is, a... is through the legs. Do you have that draft though? Greatest greatest shootout goal ever. No, that was Merrick Malik. Ah, oh, Merrick Malik. Damn it, I'm getting on my Rangers. We have a up. hockey podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Talk about ECW again. <laughs> Who was second in that draft that was a in the 1999 draft? Yes, I have it right in front of me. Okay. It's Daniel Sedin and Henrik Sedin. Okay, and then number four, Rangers. I think, uh, right? Pavel Brendel. That's it, Pavel Brendel, who only played 78 games. Yeah. Yeah. So the funny thing about that, and I I remember the story. So Brian Burke obviously had to wheel and deal to get the second and third overall pick mm-hmm. in that draft, but he he's notoriously said like I wanted Brendel too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I mean, oh, what a genius for Neil and the Sedins, dude. He wanted a bust as well. Yeah. <laughs> but then you look at like the rest of the, uh, Tim Connolly went number five. Brian Finley, who played four games ever in the NHL, was a goalie. Wow. Who had the most points in the 99 draft? Because I remember leading into that. It's it was a Sedin. Some, One of the Sedins. Well, yeah, but then like uh, Henrik, Zetterberg. What's the drop off? Henrik Daniel, then Henrik Zetterberg. Then and who was what, seventh round? Uh, seventh, yeah. It was notoriously a and bad for draft. Botta was another good pick uh, by the Avs at 212, two picks behind Zetterberg, and Havlat to the Sens at 26. So, yeah. like, it wasn't a bad draft. It's just people <laughs> didn't know how to scout. So, the the Predators drafted Martin Erat at 191. Ooh. And, no, he had fun. Good, he, good he, pick he, for The Martin Erat trade was really bad. Yes. But the Martin Erat pick was not bad. In 800 games, the guy had 545 goals or points. That's not that's not a bad number. That's really that was a good. Great career. Yeah, absolutely. They just they need a. That's a hit for them. That trade was a hit. Yeah, they need another hit. They do need another. It's been hit. a while. Well, and, and I almost t- I wonder if you combine Nashville's general manager with Vancouver's general managers, you get Vancouver's drafting and Nashville's trading slash signing of free agents. I mean, with your free, our powers combined. I still like if you put <laughs> if you put those two together, you put Poyle and uh, and Jim Benning together. I think you have a pretty strong staff. Sure. Like you are you are now now you're drafting at an elite level, you're trading at an elite level, and you're signing guys at a B minus B minus. I say. That's generous. Their free agent signings are not always the best in Nashville. but And, and definitely not good in Vancouver. But two out of three ain't bad, right? Sure. So we'll but go with that. No one's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Now, let's talk about the Leafs because yeah. they looked like the team that we want them to be. Yes. And they <laughs> they do this to us, right? They're like, hey, <laughs> hey, this is us now. And then, and then they have a stinker or a, a five-game stinker. And you're like, oh, this must be them now. And I wonder... 
I wonder which version we're going to get. Like, I tweeted it as soon as the Nylander goal went in and then the, and then Nashville came back and scored like 30 seconds later. It's like, as a Leaf fan, you can't enjoy a lead. And you must accept this. You will never be able to enjoy a lead. Especially a one-goal lead, lead. Ever. A three-goal lead. Yeah, like, <laughs> a, a question I'm almost always asked during the LFRs is, how late in the game, or how much time remaining before you can relax? And the answer for me, like, if it's a three-goal lead... There better be, like, two minutes left. I think less. <laughs> I seriously think less. No, because, because then I start doing the math. I mean, he's not wrong, right? Dude, like, they I have a three-goal lead, there's 90 no. seconds left. That's a goal every 30 seconds. I've seen them do it. Yeah, but then you can say I've that about s- anything. You'd be like, oh, five goals in five seconds. You know what, just could happen. I could say it about everything, but I wouldn't be right. But this you do. the Toronto Maple Leafs we're talking about, and they do this shit all the time. I think you could say it about everything, and you find a way to say it about everything. What is the Pierre Maguire story <laughs> about about Hart? He was the heart coach in Hartford. Is this a Ray Ferraro story? No, this was a uh, this Nick Caprio a... story. Yes. Okay, mm. so this is a great story. D- yeah, they're down. I think it was they're down four goals. I think it was heading into the third. Poor Kips. And and Pierre Maguire, who I was standing next to on the red carpet. Uh, supposedly said, "All right, boys, the plan is <laughs> the plan is to score a goal every five minutes." <laughs> All right, let's go! And they scored a goal three minutes into the period. And he goes, "All right, you see that, boys? You see that? We're ahead of schedule." <laughs> but he meant it. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. You have to respect. Oh. I think the. <laughs> What? <laughs> I think you gotta respect the blind positivity, do you not? No, absolutely sure. not. You don't know. Optimism is a bad thing to have when it's based in denial. <laughs> Does that make sense? It you should be optimistic. You should. It's gotta be rooted in facts though. I'm I am optimistic <laughs> that this will be a good show. Hey, we mm. often have good shows. I should, I should be optimistic about that. Right. I'm optimistic I could survive a swim across Lake Ontario <laughs> right now in January, <laughs> butt naked, and St- with Steve very ma- minimal swimming skill. Steve makes it the first 20 meters. We're like, look at that, Steve. You're ahead of schedule. Hey, ahead <laughs> <out> of schedule. <laughs> 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 yeah, and they lost that game. That, and also, no way. I, probably, oh, probably drown. <laughs> well, yeah. and and so, I mean, I I hope that we continue to see more of the Leafs that we saw against Nashville. But it's Nashville, and Nashville's not having a good year. Right now, their schedule apparently is is. Are they ahead? Of- I saw people debating whether it was easy or not, and it seemed to be sort of split. The but Leafs, yeah, but I don't schedule. think the remaining schedule is as hard as it would have been yeah, at the beginning of the NHL. year. NHL.com did a uh, like an analysis of the most tough schedules going ahead of for the rest of the season, and like Boston ended up with the easiest schedule, but it didn't take into account like they have a there was a road trip, and the majority of their road games are on the West Coast. Right, like it didn't factor mm. those in. It was just entirely based on points percentage. So the Leafs ended up somewhere in like. The lower half of like a really difficult schedule. I think they're like twentieth or like nineteenth or something. So then, but everyone's like, but they have so little games and they're kind of spread out and they're all on the East Coast. So nobody really knows if they have a tough schedule. I also want to throw this out there: (laughs) when you're the best team, every schedule is going to be a little bit easier for you. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're Boston. And if someone goes, Boston's got the easiest schedule. Yeah, it's because Boston's fucking great. Yeah, if you (laughs) have to look at that shit. 
Odds are you're clawing in anyway. Yeah, I think I think. Um, you, you think the Blues are worried about their schedule right now? Probably think the not. The Caps they're... are worried about their schedule right now. You play who's in front of you. Yeah, like, Tampa's worried. So about I'm, it. I win I the games. <laughs> I wonder. You know, obviously, Sandine. Sandine has become a guy that that they can rely on, and and having Muzzin and Hall back together certainly made a difference. Holy shit! Did it ever? It's it, nice. It felt like getting Hall back. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, and man, it felt he, like he ignoring two... Cody Cece again. The, the, yes, yeah. yes. It's like, like wow, we don't Hall have to focus on that. He's going to make $2 million next year. That's a big raise. It's also decent. That's that's good bottom-pairing defenseman money. But or when, bargain top four. When mm-hmm. Justin Hall pinches in the offensive zone and nobody <laughs> covers his ass and, it's and it goes Marincin the other way. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they allow good. a goal 30 seconds after they just scored one. It's not and that's him, not helpful. Who cares who's playing defense at that point? And I don't think him and Dermot are a fit at all. Like it, yeah, it felt like getting Justin Hall back and also we got Jake Muzzin back. It's a pair. Holy <laughs> shit. They got a pair. Like I felt like they played a solid 2 weeks without a single pair. <laughs> Can I read you a Justin Bourne tweet from Two nights ago. Let's go. (laughs) It's so good. Cody CC's stick has like reverse gravity or something. It's rarely on the ice. Always up near his hips in both hands. Looks like he has to force it down there when the puck comes around. Makes a lot of his touches look panicky. Yes. And so what's interesting about that is I think part of that is the way CC skates. And I don't know if he's ever had, and maybe Sens fans can, can enlighten me, but I don't know if he's ever had like a back injury, but the way he skates is very... It, there's a there's a swing to his upper body when you watch him skate. He's an awkward skater anyway. What if he's just not very good? Well, I think that's part of it. But like, yeah. you make it to the NHL, like keep your stick on the ice, kid, sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's at, at a certain point. And again, we go back to why are we playing the guy? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I can what. <laughs> The games we're talking about, like you didn't say, hey, he played great. You said I. We we can go back to ignoring him. Yes. Which is good. If if I don't no, see Cody it's acceptable. Cece, it's acceptable. There's you a know, difference it's, it's, between good and acceptable. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Acceptable. It will have to make do for now. But like, you're going into the Stanley Cup final, where it's just twenty murderers versus twenty murderers, except you got nineteen, 19. murderers. I mean, like, some of their mur- some of our murderers are pretty wave good. Wave after wave after wave of guys who are playing their best hockey of their life, and the coach is aiming for you. You know. They, oh we, yeah, there'd be they they would go after him. First round of the playoffs, Pasternak is like licking his lips like the weasel from Bugs Bunny. Yeah, <laughs> he wants that shit. He he, he last year. He got hit by Jake Muzzin a bunch of times. He didn't like it. I don't want that. Tell you what, I'm going to go out there. When Cody Cece's on. Brad Marchand is going to stick him in the balls. Bergeron is literally going to just take his wallet. Then he'll pass it to me for the easiest goal of my entire life. You know? So, and then and then the guy who's supposed to take his spot is 19. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm more okay with it, but I think we're still in acceptable territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I want Sandine in there, but I—they're not—they're just not done with this right side. No, and and that that brings us to, and this is where it's going to start to pick up. Okay. Okay. So you're going to start to hear trade deadline talk and stuff. It's almost February. That's how it goes. It is, man. It is how it goes. You really think the Leafs are going to make a trade for the right-handed? 
anything no. major. Because I don't think they're going to make... I don't see them, like, fiddling around. They have enough, enough like, marginal depth. You know, like, a lot of times guys will, like, they'll throw, like, a fifth-round pick at a, at a team that's going to miss the playoffs to, like, you know, the least trade for Ryan O'Byrne uh, in 2013 where they th- threw a fourth-round pick at the Colorado Avalanche. You know, the least would... Could do that. Looked at doing that last year. But I think they've got the depth that they probably want in terms of defense. You've got Lilligren there. You've got Marinch in there. Lilligren wasn't great in his game, but, like, I mean, come on. They were awful. They were playing awful. I feel like in terms of rentals, the best teams usually don't have to do very much. Exactly. I don't think they're going to they're gonna nip around the edges. I think if they're going to make a move, it's going to be a big move. Like, okay, but do you really see that get? happening during the, the season? Can I throw out the name that everybody keeps throwing out? Throw it. Georgiev. No. <laughs> Josh Manson. Josh Manson. He's been thrown out there for, for years. God knows how long. And he's still being thrown out. $4.1 million through 2022. That's a good deal. So you get him next year and the year after. Right-hand defenseman, 28. Probably package it to an Anaheim team that's not doing well at all. I'm into it. But for who? That's the thing. And is Josh, what do you have to give up? And and for everybody that's wondering, like everybody does this and goes, well, is Josh Manson really the answer? <laughs> well, is, who, really is Sidney is Crosby really, really the, answer? the answer? Yeah, Sidney Crosby's the answer to most problems. Is he really most though? of what uh, most of what ails you, Sidney Crosby, could cure? But is Josh Manson going to come in and all of a sudden become Nick Lidstrom? No. You you work at a convenience <laughs> store and the high schooler that you have usually working the cash on weekends quits. Sidney Crosby. That's the answer. Man. It's always the answer. Listen, it is always the answer. He walks in there with that with them cakes. All I'm saying and he sells that hand sanitizer. <laughs> Josh Manson also gum. Josh Manson is a very good defenseman. Uh-huh. But we, I think what I want to do is just say this beforehand. Temper your expectations when it comes to whoever they bring in. Because unless his name is Alex Petrangelo, he's not gonna win a Norris trophy. Uh-huh. This is like we have to we we have to look at this as like they're going to try to move and not kill the offense that they have. Right. Right. And the offensive depth that they have. Because remember, everybody gets injured in the playoffs. And the Leafs have been injured all season long. We get one We get one Janssen back, we got to trade Kapanen for him. Mm-hmm. We get one Kerfoot back, we got to trade someone else for him. And so it's. And then one of those guys the gets hurt. Yeah, 100%. If you trade Janssen, Kapanen's getting hurt. No, if I mean, trade, trade to Janssen's the LTI. Hurt. Oh. You know, Tavares has been out. Marner's been out. Like, there have been. Riley's out right Riley's now. Riley's out right now. Yeah. He's Still. not even going to be reevaluated for another. What? Five ten weeks, years, six time. weeks, ten years. Yeah, yeah. Next time dinosaurs come back. Wow, yeah. the end of Ryan Johansson's contract. Cool, eh? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sick. Down. Time's a cycle. You know, it's a yeah. flat circle. Yeah, like just like the planet, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, Josh Manson. So anyway, Josh Manson's going to be good. Do you think they're going to make a move for him? Uh because it's everybody keeps talking about for well, so long. Well, here's the thing, though, the is that like, like if Georgiev costs you. Janssen and I've I've started to I've read a lot and I've started to come off even giving up Janssen it's like wait a second hey wait like this guy's played like 60 games <laughs> like relax and uh, so I need to get off my horse on that one uh, and I think New York needs to get off their horse because they don't have because they've got three NHL quality goaltenders New York does not have the leverage that you would think that they have well yeah like you're trading one you have to trade one we know and, you're and, it, and it won't be Hank yeah <laughs> and it won't be the other guy because he's apparently better yeah. So it's going to be Georgiev. Um, when it comes to, to Anaheim, I mean, Anaheim doesn't have to trade Josh Manson. So then when you look at how much it's going to cost you, right. 
the cost goes up because they're like, well, this is a guy who's on a controlled deal. This is awesome. Yeah, and another name that comes up is Dumba. I, similar see, Dumba, situation. I don't, okay, so Dumba is like Riley but on the left side and had a pectoral injury has not come back from it. Like they say, he's been having a good season in terms of like his underlying numbers. But yeah, his, so but yeah, he that can score he's goals been, too. For he can, impressive. but he has not had the results haven't been there. And I'm not because right, it's not, not a good team. Sorry, I'm not trying to demean Matt, but Dumba. Yeah, but is Matt Dumba gonna be the guy? Like, do you bring him in here to play your style? Sure, he can play that. Yeah, here's the problem, Adam. You're gonna bring in a guy, and no matter who he is, he's going to be an improvement. So. <laughs> Is Matt, Dush- uh, Matt Duchesne, Matt Dumba, Alex Petrangelo? Of course not. Is Josh Manson, Alex Petrangelo? Of course not. They're going to be an improvement regardless because what you're putting them up against is Cody frickin' Cece. No offense to Cody frickin' Cece. Uh, Jesus, my mouth. Um, Cece, right? Um, but no matter who comes in, because they're going to be an automatic improvement, mm-hmm. there will be no stopping... The planning of the parade. <laughs> well, there will be absolutely. I'll be. If the Leafs get Dumba without significantly um, taking from their current roster, I'll be beside myself. I will be uh, inconsolable with glee. <laughs> I'll literally fly to Boston just to walk the streets and talk shit. <laughs> like, but Matt Dumba's <laughs> Matt Dumba's going to drive people as crazy as Morgan Riley does for right. the same reasons on the right side. And I just want to know if everybody's prepared for that. Can we have our Tyson Berry conversation? Yeah. Okay. Our Tyson Berry because that that relates right to it. Ian Tolik asked a very adorable question. I thought on Twitter he's he's like so what, what's what's going on here with uh, Tyson Berry? He's putting up a bunch of points. He's actually had really good numbers. Um, since Sheldon Keefe came on board, but he just, I'm struggling with this eye test thing mm-hmm. mm. with him. And and so many people have been saying that, and I'm like, it's like you never watched Jake Gardner play a game in his life. That's exactly <laughs> what he's right side Jake Gardner. Yes, except everyone defended him at every turn. Everyone defended him at every turn uh, because he was their hill to die on. Gardner or, he, or Jake? No, Jake. <laughs> yes. And no, then, but and he was Tyson also the Barry. whipping boy. Yes, he was. Yes, so he was a whipping boy in the mainstream. But we talk yeah. about uh, online and especially the advanced stats community, mm-hmm. and and rightly so for a very long time. We were warring over him from 2013 to 19. Yep, six yeah. years. And but he but, was the original William Neal. But both sides had the had the case because that's true. If if Jake Gardner makes a mistake, it's in a world-ending mistake. It usually leads to the biggest goal of the game. Yes, mm-hmm. and but with with Tyson Berry, what was he advertised as? Jake Gardner, right side. Yep. You got it. He wasn't that under Mike. He was this boring hunk of nothing. Mm-hmm. And Sheldon Keefe comes on three goals in three games. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And now, probably not as good defensively as he was under Babcock, but he does stuff. Man, where would the Leafs be without him with Riley up? I'm telling you. Fucked. Right? Fucked. Fucked. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, they blew this trade. Did they now? So I, I don't understand. I love what, what is are, the complaint? The complaint is that Tyson Berry is are not people, Alex Petrangelo, and that's why I'm saying it. Why are people complaining that Tyson Berry is under a good coach exactly as advertised? Right. He is exactly what, and, and what we were told he would be. I saw a tweet, I think, a couple nights ago. It's okay, it's fair to say now that the Caudry Berry uh, Kerfoot trade was an absolute unmitigated disaster. 
No. It, like, can you imagine if we went into the playoffs with Ka- with uh, Kadri, Tavares, Matthews, and Spezza as our top four yeah, centermen? and Hall, CeCe, Lilligren. Like, Lilligren, like, I think he's going to be good. He's not there yet. A- and imagine you come into the season. We know Hall's good now. We didn't know that when the season began. Mm-hmm. When we were making the Leafs top six, I wasn't even considering Hall as an option. Because a hockey player has to fill that spot. Mm-hmm. And last year, he was not one. He was a hockey practicer. So you were going to go into the season with CC as your top mm-hmm. right-handed guy. A guy who played 11 games last year. Mm-hmm. Or 8, whatever it was. And a rookie? All right. Who might not be ready? Pretty tough to I make know, a case. I know it's legal. It's not that legal, guys. Yeah, pretty tough to make a case to fire Babcock if you give him a right side that looks like that. Yes. Right. And people would carve Dubas for it, and they'd be right. They'd be absolutely right. And so what we got, dude. I love Kadri. I love him. I wish he was a Leaf still. Badly. He fucked up. We don't need to dig through all that again. Mm-hmm. I love Nazem Kadri. He's doing great in Colorado. We knew he would do great in Colorado because Colorado needed him. I need to tell you what Brian Burke said on the radio. Oh, I can't wait. I, I bet there. it was complimentary of Nazem Kadri. <laughs> but did, did Brian Colorado, Burke draft Nazem Kadri? He might have. You know, he might have, and he might have done wish, it on video. I wish he'd talk about that more. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I would say that if Bergie were here, by the way. <laughs> Bergie, why so bashful? <laughs> Please, About Brian. Drafting Nazem Kadri. Who did you draft for the Leafs? I can't remember. You would have been Weirdly, he doesn't talk about Tyler Biggs as much. <laughs> I chirped him about wow. that on trade deadline did day you? last year. See, here's the thing. Yeah. He's got a good sense of humor, so you know that he'd be like... He really does. Yeah, he doesn't care. He really care. does. Um, but, like, Colorado got rid of Tyson Berry because they thought he sucked. No! They had Kill McCarr coming in. There's one puck. You know what I mean? They needed Kadri up front. Imagine now with, like, why aren't we treating Barry with these injuries? Oh, thank God we have Tyson Barry. Why aren't we treating him the way Avalanche fans treated Kadri when Rantanen and Landeskog were out? Where Avalanche fans were going, whew! Thank God we got Kadri. What would we be doing without this guy? What would the Leafs be doing without Tyson Barry? And then as a throw-in, we got they got a guy who was playing with Tavares? It wasn't that bad, guys. It wasn't that you could argue, oh, they should have gotten more. Maybe something like that. They got two pretty useful pieces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if they ended up trading Tyson Berry because they still don't think he's the greatest fit, they'd be utterly fucked now, I, without him. I, I would say that. I don't know that Tyson Berry is the greatest fit because he doesn't, he didn't cure what ails you, right? But, mm-hmm. but. He stopped the bleeding. He did stop the bleeding, and when Morgan Riley went down, he became extremely valuable. And, um, I mean, he was valuable before. It was just he wasn't being used properly. And I think um, I think you could, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked to see a move at the trade deadline as a part of a package to get the guy that they think might be a better fit or a longer-term player, i.e. a Manson or a Dumba. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you could you could make a case for him being traded in that package, and then that team going, okay, we're going to reflip this guy and grab some more assets for him, mm-hmm. right? Because he's a valuable piece. Um, mm-hmm. Or you could just hang on to him. But I think I don't think Tyson Berry's here next year by any stretch. I don't think they're resigning him. I don't think he's going to stay. He's going to get get paid a lot of money by a certain team. He's perfect in this situation. He's but think, not perfect at. But he eight goes back. Eight. But he Tyson Berry is the reason. Three million dollars. Yeah, he's good now. Totally. And Tyson Berry, at, at, especially at two point five million that they're paying him, like 
cares? But but the reason I said what I said about Dumba and Josh Manson is it's the Tyson Berry treatment that I'm worried about. These guys show uh-huh. up. They get, tra- you know, they, well, they're going to get it. You trade a thing, and then it's like, well, Matt Dumba is defensively flawed. Who could have known? <laughs> Everyone. They don't need the Leafs. Don't Josh Manson need... isn't Alex Petrangelo. Who could have known? Everyone. They don't need to be the Stevens Niedermeyer uh, defense, though. I think that lot, for a lot of people, they do. Well, I think perception-wise, they do. I'm going to let you in on this, Adam. A lot of people are unreasonable. Ah. The Leafs need a if they come into the playoffs with like the twelfth or thirteenth ranked defense in the entire league, they should literally be cup favorites. Because their offense, I think, is top five. Mm -hmm. Their goaltending should it when on a normal day is top ten. It has not been a normal day for a few weeks now. Um, and then if their D is like, you know, it could even be bottom half amongst playoff teams mm-hmm. come playoff time. That should be enough to win you at least a round, and then it's basically up to the gods. You know what I mean? They don't need... Everyone's going, okay, who's... Alex Petrangelo at this point is, okay, who's the best name we could think of? <laughs> right. Like, we're talking about, like, what, a top 10 right-handed D in this league? Like a guy who's going to play for Team Canada at the Olympics? On the first line. Like, I want him too. I want a Bugatti. It's all these things we've talked about before. Yeah, like, it's like, why not just go out and get John Carlson? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. No. John Carlson would be exactly the same problem. <laughs> Great score, defensively a bit flawed. Oh, you can't afford the Bugatti. Well, how about the Ferrari? What? Do, the, no, you're no. not thinking... <laughs> like, no, here's the... Here is... Okay, this is a Mazda 6... It's yeah. a good car. It'll get you to work. It's we got you the auto starter yeah. and the buttons in the wheel. It comes with Apple CarPlay. Fancy. Right. Right? And it costs one sixth of the price of a Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> or some do you want that? I don't know if it's enough to get me to and from work. <laughs> I think I need a Bugatti to get to and from work. It would just be it would just be really nice <laughs> if we could have a couple of Acuras and the rest Honda Civics. I'm good with that. Right. Yeah. And an Acura kick Which at the end of it. Which takes a punch buggy out of your garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It takes your parents' 1995 Ford Taurus station wagon mm-hmm. out of the driveway. Speaking from experience, folks. And there you have a... Why aren't you grateful for this Mazda 6? You know how hard I had to save for this Mazda 6? Brandon Pridham has not gone home in two weeks so that we can afford this <laughs> Mazda 6. And you're complaining it's not a Bugatti? What's I've, wrong with you? I paid a full dollar more for this Mazda 6 <laughs> than I needed to. And I earned every dollar! <laughs> I break my back for this Mazda 6! With all the talk of the Leafs' defensive woes, mm. we cannot forget that their offensive players need to be better defensively. And the first goal was directly Matthews Dur- and Marner's fault. Yes. Mm-hmm. As a well, Marner, Marner should have been in support because Marner's, there was a defensive pitch. I thought yeah. it was Matthews. No, because Marner's... There, there was debate on that. Marner's mm-hmm. forward three, so Matthews comes in and Marner's job and is Matthews to stay is already back. down. I don't understand yeah. the Matthews argument. Matthews, See, I, Matthews is where he should be. He's go, Well, he, sh- he should or shouldn't be. I thought but, Marner was the deeper guy on that play. Because he's coming down from the hash marks. Yeah. He's it's coming, his responsibility to be back. No, no, I understand. Regardless of where Matthews is. It's one of those situations, I thought, where I know who's supposed to be doing what. Yeah. But, like, if Matthews just goes, oh, he's already 
in it, I guess I got to cover for him and get back, but... I don't know. They fucked it up. Right. right. So, yeah. So anyway. things like that. <laughs> and and five minutes into his return, Muzzin's like sliding across the ice on his knees. I'm like, welcome back, Jake. <laughs> Have fun with that. You enjoying that? Welcome yeah. to the Leafs. You gonna resign? You gonna resign? You wanna resign? So like uh, little stuff like that helps you go from a D minus to at least a C. You know? Yeah. If you get some help from your offensive players on the defensive end. You can. You know what? Little things. And this is your lowest mark. Right. You got yeah. a few A's. You got a bunch of A's, A pluses, couple couple B pluses. You can get into the university you want if you get a C in this one course. Mm-hmm. If you they just get a C, C in math, yeah. like we'll let you into journalism. Adam and I did not know. <laughs> Couldn't oh, even know. Oh, you don't need math for journalism. So. Thank God. No, 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 no. <laughs> everything no. else needed math. Like everything else was like, well, you're gonna have to need math. And uh, and I was like, okay, well, I guess it's gonna be media then. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah, want to do? Uh, do you want to do this? No, it's gonna need some yeah, math. No. Ooh, well, not for me. Um, I like science. Need math. Yeah. So what is? What are we landing on? Tyson Berry doesn't come back. Matt, no, no clearly not. And I, I just don't know that they get that trade done. <laughs> yeah. I just don't see it happening. And people will carve Dubas for that too. I, I just don't see that the possibility of bringing in even a Josh Manson or a Matt Dunn by this season. I just don't see it. They don't have the extra pieces in the cap space. I, I, I think that they. Well, I think they have the cap space if you're trading one of Kerfoot, Cabot, and Janssen because those three seem to be the guys. Because or Cece. You know? Yeah, you know what? You throw CC in. Yeah. You're absolutely right to a team because he's expiring. Who cares, dude? If you can, no, they'll take him. A, 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 a team that a team yeah. like if it's if he it's trade, expiring. if it's a trade like it's with Colorado where, quote unquote, hockey trade with two playoff teams, that's a little different. But if it's a team that's going to clearly miss the playoffs, what do they care? All right. Yeah, we'll take Cody CC. Like, who cares? You're paying a million and a half for the end of the year in yeah. terms of salary. How about yeah. this? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. CC back to Ottawa for Ron Dylan Zamello. Oh, Dylan Zamello. And you obviously gotta spice up that chili there. Can't just can't just give him Cody CC. But you know we're talking about all right. Cali Cosella and Dylan for and and you know. I wish I hadn't gone all the way down to Mazda Six because now I'm looking at Dylan Zamello, who I like, and I'm like, listen, what we've got here is a Adam. Help me out. Do you know cars more? Than I do. Mm-hmm. What is a sensible, n- nice car? Toyota Yaris. <laughs> the cheapest car in Canada. The Toyota Yaris. <laughs> I think a Toyota Yaris is sensible. I mean, and Dylan DeMello's making, what, 700 grand this yeah. year? Like, <laughs> Wait, what are you, entering some freaking Grand Prix? No, you're going to and from work. <laughs> I got this brand new 2020 Dylan DeMello ready to drive off the lot today. For Cody CC and a second round pick or some shit. Good on gas. No, Toy, I hope it's not a second round pick. Jesus. I don't know. Is that what it gets? For Dylan DeMello? I don't don't think so. I don't know. Maybe there's a bidding bidding war for him. You don't know, right? For CC? No, for DeMello. For (laughs) CC, no. At this point, I don't know if And also, Cody CC does not want to go back to Ottawa. I don't think there's much value in even getting rid of Cody CC because how much does it even save you on the cap? Well, I think if, if you've got to make salaries work in a trade and they've yeah. got a valuable package coming their way, they'll take Cody CC. But you're sure. not trading Cody CC to get rid of him at this point. Right. That That's the thing. You're, you're trading him because, hey, we got to make the salaries work and Cody CC is expiring. Get so, Ron Hainsey back. I wouldn't even hate that. Shit, yeah. Would yeah, not I hate think it. Although settling. that giveaway yesterday was pretty oh, painful. Yeah. I, like, what Ron Hainsey playing 10 minutes a night is not the worst. If he's playing 10 minutes a night. 
Well, there's something there. The Leafs have a different coach now, so I he will listen, play ten minutes a night. I just, you ever listen to yourself as you're talking? Every time we talk about this, I'm like, I'm still, I'm still at summer camp outside of Heron Park Arena, haggling with the Dickie D guy to get my two dollar ice cream for a buck fifty. They got, they got to do something creative. They got to do. I want to see Kyle Dubas make a trade that I can't think of. He does that. Right. He does that Tyson all the Berry time. Trade yes. Yeah. But it's been a while. Can I can I tell you something, Stephen? Yes, Jesse. We're going to be sitting here. It's going to be game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're going to be like, ah, it's coming up uh, tonight or Saturday night or whenever we record before game one. And the lineup's going to be tweeted out by Mark Masters or whoever's on it. Probably not. Bell. Gar- garbage. <laughs> gross. Whoever wants to tweet it out that day. And... On that, on that defensive pairing is going to be Cody Cece. He's going to be in the defensive core in that lineup game one of the playoffs. Yeah, but we won't mind because he's playing four minutes a night behind Alex Petrangelo. Hey! <laughs> sure, but he's going to be in the lineup. I think we have to accept that. It doesn't look like there's going to be a deal this year for so the What you're saying is I'm not getting any ice cream today? You're not getting any ice no, cream. No, you're not getting ice cream. You're getting a Cody Cece this year, and you're going to have to deal with it. You're my parents driving me home going, well, it's better for you anyway, son. What? (laughs) No, you shouldn't have ice cream anyway. You got soccer practice tonight. That's what you're telling me. By the way, I have to. um, I have to issue an apology to uh, to Sense Nation Mm. because Brian five or six tweeted out last night. Oh, who didn't quit? Yeah, he didn't quit. Unquitter. (laughs) He uh, he tweeted out. He's like, tonight's the night Nikita Zaitsev's going to score. And I and I thought, ah, I'm going to jump in on that and say, no, he's not. Oh, no. And I said, if by score you mean ice the puck, then you'll have many goals. And, <laughs> and if he had missed, he would have. <laughs> and of course, in the last like thirty yep. seconds, he pots a fucking empty netter. Come You're on! Right. Absolutely, Nikita Zaitsev is here to ruin my life, even when he's not a Leaf. <laughs> and he ties Cody Ceci in goal scoring. Right. And Damn. Pecorino. And Pecorino. That's right. <laughs> Oof. Oof. That hurt. One. Ouch. Oh my god. So my apologies, and, and Brian five or six said this. He's like, "You are owe me a big apology." So yep. my apology, Brian, you were right, and I was wrong. And and it, if I had picked any other night, and if you'd picked any other night, we wouldn't have been. But last night was the night you win, Brian. You win, you. Five or six times. Five or six times. Well, you win them. You win them for five or six more years. So, can you read out the tweet I sent you earlier about the Ottawa Senators? From oh yeah. One of our okay, so old time favorites, Ken Campbell. Ken uh-huh. Campbell. You know, it, it was a strange feeling reading that tweet because Ken Campbell is so averse to conflict. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are some people. Okay, okay. Can I just throw this out there? Listen, and everybody's got that friend. Everybody's got that friend that's like they court mayhem. And they're like, I can't. Be-. And then afterwards, like, I can't believe how crazy people are. This is it's just. Like, you, how did this happen? It's like they start a fire, and then they're like, I don't know why this fire started. Like, I only put gasoline down on the ground and dropped a match on it. I I can't believe that this happened. No. So here's what Ken Campbell said. He's he's freaking. He's now, Ken it's, never it's compl- always sunny. I don't think. Yeah, he, Pull, just wild card bitches. <laughs> I don't. I don't That's think him. he. I don't think he ever complains about this one, but there are people that do. <laughs> anyway, apparently the Ottawa Senators really, really don't like it when journalists report their attendance problems. With that in mind, there were 9,673 people there for their game against the New Jersey Devils tonight. That's embarrassing for any NHL team and an abomination for one in Canada. 
So, and he is not wrong. So here's what happened there. Someone said, hey, Ken, how about you don't report that? And Ken said, how about I report it immediately? <laughs> and then he reported it. <laughs> That's what happens. But who's going to see an Ottawa Jersey game? No one, Dude, apparently. it's a Canadian team in a decent-sized city, school town. Like, like, there are people in Ottawa and the surrounding area. It's not that hard to get to the city. Here's the problem. Their games aren't in friggin' Ottawa, are they? No, they're in Canada. <laughs> right. They're in Canada, but not spelled correctly. Canada. We learned about that in a Heritage Moment. That's right. Did we? I believe so. It was uh, one of the many, is this racist, uh, history commercials <laughs> that we had in Canada when we were growing up. Yeah. And that was one of the ones where I'm like, maybe a little. Yep, 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 <laughs> there yep. are some that you're like, well, they're definitely retiring those. Yep. <laughs> there was that other one where I'm like, this guy is really passionate about fish. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. How many fish are there? Till the end of time. And he does the sign of the cross while he's doing it. It's like, there are fish. That's what I learned from this commercial. Anyway, mm -hmm. Canada, boring. Uh, dude, it is a Canadian team in a major city. And they're drawing nobody. And so I'm trying to think back to like 2017, for example. And there was that huge payment issue that affected a huge chunk of the city. Still? Like, I, I believe you. Like, I don't know the ongoings of government workers in Ottawa. Like, what? what is... Why doesn't anyone go? Other than they're just bad. Trash and then people hate the owner. Like, is that it? I yeah, think they're like, trying to push the owner. Here's the thing, though. I wonder, is the owner going to sell the team or is the owner going to move the team? Because the, here's the thing. They're costing the owner so much money by not having any attendance on top of it. Doesn't he not even He can't even sell, sell it. No, he doesn't want to because he's being obstinate. He's one of those guys that, like, if you're like, hey, man, it would be really great of you to pick up some groceries, he'd be like, sounds like a problem that you, it's your problem. It sounds <laughs> like a you problem. It's, hey, man, don't eat, don't eat uh, trans fats. Oh, I guess I'm going to have to crush them. Like, yeah. he's just one of those guys that he's a contrarian about everything. Him and Ken Campbell will get along. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Don't move the sins. Well, how about I move them? Tell me if this is too much. If you want to go see the Ottawa Senators play the Arizona Coyotes on February 13th, which is a Thursday, at 7.30 p.m. in so Canada, Ontario. You just listed everything about a game that makes it a tough sell. Forget the fact that it's the Sens. It's Arizona, which, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Coyotes fans, is a tough sell here. Mm -hmm. um, it's 7.30 uh -huh. on a weeknight. Day before Valentine's Day. Oh! I didn't even... Hey, honey, guess what I got us? <laughs> not a, there's, that conversation's not going to be plentiful in Ottawa. It's a wet blanket. All right. Yeah. How much How much do you think tickets start at? For one? One ticket or two? Uh, one ticket. Okay. Well, a single that, ticket. But, Jesse, that's another thing. Who the hell goes alone? No, right. Well, they come many. in a pair. You know, okay. okay. You get so, two. So. <laughs> you don't have to just get one. I know. Why don't I just answer your fucking question? Um, I'm going to say... <laughs> Where are the seats? Oh my god. Where this are the is seats? show in a nutshell. The, the cheapest ones? Uh, yeah, cheapest ticket. I'm going to say 50 bucks. If the cheapest tickets in Ottawa are not less than 15, mm -hmm. I'm rioting. See, when I saw this, I was like, I'm, I was with Adam. I was like, it should be ten dollars. Yeah, it should be junior it should prices. Go, go sit in the nosebleeds, ten bucks. Get it should in, be get in the door. It should be less than a movie. Right. Yeah. It's, what, what what does it cost to go see the Ottawa 67s? That. Should right, be, should be that. It's thirty dollars. 
Ooh, I think that's too much. It is too much. Yeah, I wouldn't call that wild. The, like, it's double I, I thought it was going to cost a hundred bucks for a, a pair of you to go see the center. To be fair, though, they are doing a lot of like ticket Sorry. deals mm. and like trying to package them. So okay, you can buy five games for a hundred bucks. Let me throw like this that. out there. Oh, right. They're oh they're rough something like that. No mm-hmm. no they're packaging them so it's like hey come see these five games for a hundred bucks. But Save some money. It's so it's sixty bucks for a pair, cheapest seats in the building. You driving? Well you got to pay for parking. No I want to have a couple beers. I want to actually help keep this team afloat by buying beers. I'm gonna drink this team into Stanley Cup contention. You got an Uber there, or you got a cab there, or you got a I don't know it's sponsored by Lyft or something, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right, so now all of a sudden you're jacking up like the whole experience is like a between drinks and getting there and getting home and the tickets. It's like at least one hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred bucks per person probably. Two hundred dollars, like it. Listen, Toronto is a pain in the ass to get around, but Leaf games are literally the easiest thing to get to. It's yeah. the subway. The Leafs and Raptors. Yeah, Union Station. It's mm-hmm. all connected. Do you Our live boy- in Oshawa? You don't even have to touch the pavement. Our boy Richard Literally. Petty. Right? That was Richard Petty. That was all oh, him yeah, and that yeah. business association for the Raptors. It mm-hmm. wasn't the Leafs. It was Brilliant. the Raptors. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. They took an old post office building and said, we're putting an arena here now. The uh, the, Air Canada, oh, the, Air Canada Center. the Air Canada Center at the time was supposed to be actually underneath the Union Station. So there, it was even going to be even easier to get to. They were going to put the arena underneath? Yeah, so, so where the concourse is now, how they build this whole new uh, uh, Union Station, that's where the Air Canada Center was going to be. Yeah, that wouldn't what? be a problem yeah. at all. Yeah, no. that, that wouldn't be a problem. Oh, that'd be a major problem. Uh, <laughs> on a quiet night, you actually hear trains go, 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 go. No! I'd be terrified. <laughs> also, there's a you train have, above my head. If you have to leave in an emergency, yeah, it's a lot of people filing up a lot of steps. So, yeah. <laughs> you imagine there's like a leak... Oh no! Or no. So, so you're shutting down transit for the whole city and the Leafs. <laughs> Everyone's um, pissed. Madison Square Garden's built on top of the train station. It's there? yeah, it's like three or four floors or yeah, something yeah. like that. It's yeah, like it's, it's up top on top of it. Yeah, that's how Anyways, you do it. Same idea. That's how you do but it. But here it's it's attached. Same thing. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Sandra Games, job. hardest thing in the world. Impossible to get to. Impossible to get to. <laughs> Not impossible to get to, but they're fucking smart. I, I think I think most of that has to do with the owner, though. I mm-hmm. think they're voting with their dollars in Ottawa as they should. They want this guy out, and they want him out now. For our uh, for our live podcast that we had in Ottawa, like did, didn't we like go have lunch at the market or something like that? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I and then I drove to the CWHL. Uh, no, it was a Clarkson Cup final. Mm-hmm. And I remember driving and just being like, I'm still not there. You know? Yeah. Well, and the uh, the whole I think really people. I mean, I hate to keep bringing up the LeBreton Flats thing because it must right. sting if you're an Ottawa fan. It's the number one issue. It would have been so easy, and all he had to do was do a good business deal there because there was money to be made, and he just is such an obstinate person. He's such a contrarian. He's such a pain in the ass to deal with that he couldn't even get that done. And the funny thing is, is that Eugene Melnick. Is, is bad in terms of business-wise. Just for, I don't know what he's like as a person. Um, but he's a bad businessman in this case. Obviously, he's made money in his life. But when you look at your assets, and you talk about asset depreciation, when your asset is already depreciating, you don't have cards on the table anymore. you got to go along to get along and make sure that that asset 
um, continue. So if, if you were to, you know, put it into, you know, stock terms, if you got a stock that's on the down and somebody throws you a lifeline and says, here's how we could recover that for you. And you go, no, you're going to do it my way. They're going to say, okay, fuck off then. And that's exactly what happened that the, the senator's franchise, the brand was on its way down anyway, for all the reasons you just mentioned, he was thrown a lifeline and he wouldn't do it. And he is now gone and thrown the the value of the, the the franchise even further down and the longer he owns this the worse it will get and i don't care how long it takes them to turn it around because it's going to take more than this like they're not it's not going to be a quick turnaround like the leafs the leafs had players they had pieces they had van reemsdyke they had bozak they had kadri they mm -hmm. had morgan riley on the upswing they, of pieces. they also had unlimited a not like pieces. that no but the leafs also had unlimited money to just lose and yeah. suck and then fuel all that into the franchise but they did the, it quickly yeah and ottawa doesn't have that luxury what if the thing that saves the franchise and makes everything easier and they start winning and fans want to see them and uh, people want to buy the Is team, and they want to. Yeah, what helps a team that's on the verge of moving more than a first overall pick who plays in Ramuski? No, I, I still don't think it helps. Like I still think the owner situation that I'm talking about it's endless until something happens. Penn's well, ownership, like, as as shaky as it was at the time that you're talking about, did not tell the city to go screw itself. Right. Right. But is it? Are they maybe easier for Melnick to sell and get the hell out from under? Yes, it's definitely easier if the product on the ice is good. But I don't think like the Leafs. The product is the product got good really quickly. But that brand is undying, and the team's never going anywhere. In Ottawa, it's just a different situation. We have an owner who's shaky in terms of business, and who knows what's going to happen at the team. Uh, who cares I, what the on-ice product is? This is the business side, and it's not—it's clearly not working. Mm -hmm. And them winning, we already know, does not fix it. No, no, they're they were six winning. Using conference finals, and yep. they didn't. And we were saying game then, seven. We they were seven. saying then, and we got a lot of heat oh, from Sens fans at the time. Yeah, yeah, sorry, <laughs> we got a lot of heat from Sens fans at the time, going, "How yeah. the hell is this not sold out? This is outrageous. Yeah. This is ridiculous." Oh well, it's this and it's this and it's this and it's all those reasons that you mentioned. People don't want to go. It's a playoff game. No, it's, a, still it's an Eastern no. Conference final game. Yeah, to anyone criticizing it, you want to go. Yeah, I know you want to go. You're listening to a hockey podcast. How come you can't find you nineteen thousand others? Yeah. Yes, fifteen, fifteen. Well, no, still. that that stadium's like a twenty thousand seater though. That's no, a big I'm stadium. I'm saying I'm. You could still be like bottom five in the league in attendance, and nearly double it. Right, like <laughs> like it's like it's like Sens, Islanders, Panthers, and then everybody else can somehow reach that threshold. The Yotes are getting a lot more than that. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. And like, and like people there don't even know where the arena is. <laughs> As I found when Adam I was in found Arizona, that out? literally. <laughs> no, I listen. The Coyotes. I had a win. little bit of that in St. Louis, actually. Did you? I was surprised. I was like, they're uh, cup winners. I was like, this driver must not make a lot of money on account of he doesn't know where the that's freaking weird. arena is. Yeah, no, that's probably just you have a you have a quiet <laughs> weekend, sir. <laughs> I, like just wish there was, people I just town wish for, there was something going on this weekend yeah. that I could make money off of. That was weird. Do you ever, what is it? Is this just a regular occurrence? You have Green Day playing in the middle of the street? Yeah, that was, that was okay. very strange. Yeah. So, according to Russia Machine, by the way, this is somewhat breaking. Oh. Um, and, and they are rep reporting a story from John Hoven of MayorsManor.com. So that's Kings. Yeah, he joined Sirius XM, and he is, and it's reported that the name has been decided on for Seattle. Seattle Kraken. Hey, the Kraken! I like it. I do like nice. it. I like it a lot. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. That's Considering, cool. I, dude, way better than the sockeyes. I would have bet money on the sockeyes. Way better than the sockeyes. The Kraken's good. That jersey's got potential. Oh yeah. What will the color scheme be? Uh, same as the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm just I gonna say it's gonna be that green and blue and gray. Yeah. Don't they have purple? Oh wait, no, they no. don't. Ah, oh, because it's an octopus, right? I would love Can it if they were like the Sonics. Giant squid? The old Sonics colors. The gold and white and stuff like that. And like the green? A, yeah, I kind of like the Sonics yeah. Let's just settle. But on it would be, the if they're going to do, suck. they're going to do the Seahawks colors for sure. I would think so. The uh, it's the same as the, uh, oh, but the uh, Canucks are maybe a little too close with their Oh, other, Jesse's right. Their green and blue. Oh, yeah, jerseys. the Canucks are Seahawks colors. Right, the Canucks are right. the Seahawks colors. I think it's. I think it's. Maybe you could like convince the purple. Canucks. Maybe you could connect. Mm. Convince the Canucks to finally drop those jerseys and go back to the one from the '90s that everybody likes. The red one. Yeah, or I'm the sorry. Black ones. I'm gonna just go out on a. Right, I, I know there's a lot of people that really like the Canucks jerseys. I haven't liked them since the '90s. Not one iteration. I like them. Nah. I like them. Nothing. I like those. I Nothing like the black blinks ones black and yellow. Nothing. That See, was such a strong that's the color thing, scheme. Though. Not every team can just wear black. But the Canucks could. They could. Why can't they? I guess. Yeah, I guess, the I guess they could. I guess they, they could. It's like good the white. SHL. The like Lions. The, even like Pavel Bury's like Pavel Bury jersey in white even looks mm. good. Mm. Looks good. Yeah, like here's great. the thing. Trevor like, Linden. The, the jerseys look. Their jerseys look good. But those '90s jerseys were great. Even Trevor Linden in other Canucks jerseys that he actually wore. Weird, right? Uh, tweet of the night last night, by the way. Vince Carter has been playing basketball so long that his opponents are wearing throwback jerseys that he used to wear. Yes. <laughs> in his very rookie season. He just used to be the uniform. Um, by the way, uh, I don't know if you guys watched the Raptors game last night. The NBA has got some wacky jersey policies. And they're always, they're, everything's a third jersey or fourth mm-hmm. or a fifth jersey, right? So we know that. Like, the Raptors like 16. won a championship yeah. without the word Raptors on their jersey. Like, it's north, just north yeah. right? Yeah. And I love that jersey. Those are their city jerseys. Right. Right. But now they have different city jerseys. Yes, because city jerseys can change. Which has a completely different color. So the Atlanta city jersey just says peach tree on it. Yes. I saw And I was like, and it's just black. And you're like, no. (laughs) It's Uh, not a good look. Get it? Georgia peach. No. No. Just no. What are you doing? Like peach tree? Not into it. Nah, me neither. What does the Raptors one say? Six? North. North. Yeah. North. Oh, Jesus. Thing, yeah. Peach tree. Yeah. I like the Blazers City jersey says Rip City. But what does which that is mean? Apparently, I don't know what that means about Portland, but they're Rip City. I've never... Yeah, I saw that. And it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's so strange. There's some weird city jerseys out there. Yeah. Uh, the Miami Vice ones are wicked. They're the best. Those are the best jerseys oh, in sports really right good. now. Man, they're really so good. cool. I think I like the Raptors one. I like the North one. I like the uh, I like the Miami Vice one. That's perfect. Um, I don't think the Knicks and Lakers do it. I think they just... You play in those jerseys. You're the Lakers. You play in the Lakers jersey, right? Um, Milwaukee? Oh, my God. Do you know this? I think I do. I think just do it. Just do it. <laughs> do you know this? Is it just fear the deer? No. It's cream city. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any of the other ones? Cream city. Cream, cream city. <laughs> You're joking. No. Please let me see this shitty jersey. Right there. What are you doing? No! <laughs> no! 
Man, if that's what Milwaukee's called, you pretend like it isn't. You just don't Cream go Cream City. <laughs> in a cream jersey. All right, all right. That can mean a lot of things. Don't show, don't show Steve anything else. Steve, come back over. Oh, do, you know, do you have some of the other ones? Yeah, I got one here. Okay. okay. They're really good. Tell me what Houston's are. Oh, something don't mess with Texas nonsense. Oh, it could no. just be like this, the uh, shape of the state. H-Town. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. Is, is this a hot take? I don't mind H-Town. You should. You uh, should why? You should mind that, Jesse. H-Town, they call it H-Town. You're not even, Jesse, you don't even believe that take. And you are the guy who argues everything. And and you're like, oh, come on, guys. H-Town's okay. No, it's not. <laughs> what about Usher? What did Usher say? H-Town. Um, to start off, yeah, or something. No, peace up, A-Town down. Oh, A-Town, fuck. And wasn't that Atlanta? Which is why they had a little gun? Beyonce said H-Town one time. In like she was in Helsinki, Jesse. No, <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> Here's oh. another good one. Cream City. Um, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Prince lived here. It should, yeah, it should be that. Kirby Puckett. <laughs> yeah, it should actually be. It's, isn't it amazing that all we know about Minnesota has to do with an old Chris Rock? Yeah, well, it's one of the they funniest have, ever. It should be the Prince's symbol. They have Prince jerseys. They wore them last year and they look incredible. That's cool. Are they they're, purple? Yes. Sick. And they're out of this world. Sick. So, okay. what is the full name of, of Minnesota's capital city where the Wild play and the Timberwolves play? It's not Minneapolis, it's St. Paul. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Oh, because it's like it's like Tampa, St. Pete's. They're they're friggin joint two cities that have have molded together. So it's gonna be something like Minneapolis, MSP. You're yeah. fucking uh, so just on MSP. The MSP. <laughs> it's terrible. It honestly, it looks like uh, uh, it it looks like something that you like that you when you're leasing a car that you need to look at. Like, well, what's the MSP on it? <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> this is just, the MSP price? What is yeah. this? Is this the MSP price? <laughs> it's I don't want to pay a dollar more. It's not a dollar. It's on April this Mazda. Oh, shit. I didn't make enough MSP contributions. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> uh, now, New Orleans is NOLA, which mm. I like. New Orleans. Like, I, I get, get it. it. I, I get, get it. It, it works. It makes least. sense. It's, it's okay. Here's the standard for top half. Mm -hmm. I don't look at it and go, what? <laughs> NOLA. I get it. Cream City. What? What? <laughs> MSP. Huh? There must be something cream related in Milwaukee. Because I thought that, like, beer? Is it creamy beer? I don't know. Um, if, even if. Call uh, it beer <laughs> city. <laughs> you go with something Sud, else. <laughs> Sud City. Sud City. Come on. Anyway. The Brew Crew. The Brew oh, Crew. I think they, um, that might that, already that be is, taken. Yeah, that's a, yes. Anyway, uh, how about this one? Mm. Uh, uh, Golden State Warriors. Who stink? Um, yeah, well, when four of your best players are no, no longer there, it's no weird excuses. what happens. No, no, you're right. Um, Golden, they already have the. They isn't, wait, isn't it already a nickname? Golden State. Yes. Yeah, it is. But but just go with Golden State. Yeah, they yeah, can't Golden call State. themselves San Francisco for some reason. But uh, yeah. but but Jesse. Nah. They, I believe, don't give this away. But I believe they wore these in the finals. Did they not? Ah. Uh, N they they might have the circle on them. Yeah, no, those are the regular jerseys. Oh, those are okay. The ones with the the bridge in it and the regular logo. Yeah, no, no, no. There's a, there's another one with a tree. Oh no, is it like it's a tree? Oh, it's like this. I never actually looked that hard at the tree logo. It's you ready? Bridge town. Are you ready? The town. 
Yeah, those are those cities. <laughs> what are you, the Celtics? There's the a movie called The Town <laughs> the about Celt- Boston. Oh my God! Can you? Do you have the Hornets? I know the Hornets is good. Oh, hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. They're Charlotte now, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, by the way, there's one I don't understand, and I don't. I hesitate to make fun. The Brooklyn Nets one is bed Bed That's a really good. That's uh, where their uh, jerseys are based off of Biggie, oh. and like his Gucci sweaters, which I'm kind of wearing one right now. Oh, um, yes, you are. Yeah. So, and Bed is where he's from. It's a suburb in New right. York. Right. Okay. Really, See, it's, those makes, are really dope. Bed may stay. That yeah. makes a lot of Bed-Stuy sense. Bed can stay. <laughs> um, You're like in a, there with Nola and North. Uh, what was the one you wanted me to look up? Uh, the Charlotte Hornets. I think it's their one from last year. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Oh, right. Hang on. Real team. <laughs> oh no, Charlotte. I was there for five seconds. On the oh weekend. yeah, on your uh, over this past week. Yeah. All right. And you know what I saw? <laughs> it's it's nothing. The one I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there's a few different options, actually. Yeah, they, Charlotte's they have got like a few three. things. Honk if you're horny, <laughs> <laughs> which would be great. We so, found it. Hey, Steve, what what airport did you go through uh, when you went through Charlotte? What's the airport? Code? I can't remember the name. Come on. Oh, I oh, I can't remember. Shaw. C H A. So that's cha. what it is. And then cha. no, well no. no, 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 no. It's gonna oh, be like cha cha slide. I'm saving the best for last, Jesse. Oh, no. So <laughs> please. So just don't. <laughs> because this this is actually sort of creative because it 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 there are three different versions here. If Charlotte is known for among other things, uh, an international airport hub, which it is. Petey Pablo. No, no. <laughs> um, if it's known for an international airport hub. Taking off your shirt. And basketball is a lot of jumping. Twisting it around your hand. What would it be? Basketball, no, think about this. Spinning Seriously. it like a helicopter, sir. Basketball is a lot of jumping. You know, uh, Charlotte's about being up in the air. You know. Cha-cha jump. City of... Air? <laughs> City of flight. That's another one, <laughs> which is, believe it or not, a Michael Jordan jersey, because he did, didn't he not? No, he didn't. He doesn't own the Charlotte Hornets, doesn't yes, he? Yes, he owns a part of the That's Hornets. That's right. So yeah. he's got, they got Jordan branded stuff. Yeah. And the last one, uh, if dude, you are like, a Hornet. If the Atlanta Hawks makes sense for City of Flight, I'm like, oh, you're a hawk. When I think of flying, I don't think Hornets. Inter- well, International Hub, the International Airport Hub. That's why. That's your That's thing? That's why I brought it up. A, the, the jersey should just say there's an airport here. Okay, how about this? Okay. I have another one after this. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun game. I have a full list of this is a fun, awesome. fun game. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. All right. So you're thinking Hornet. Yeah. And you're thinking City. <laughs> Take a Hornet in a city. Oh, we're still on. Yeah. 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 Still, yeah. Oh they God. got three. I told you. So if you got a city, mm. and its mascot is a Hornet, mm. what does a Hornet do with a city? What does that make? What is it? Oh no. Okay. Sting City, I think, might be kind of cool. That would be way better. Imagine it's not that. It's definitely not that, and I bet, and I swear to God, I don't know this answer, and I think I'm right, though. Is it Stingtown? No. <laughs> <laughs> which would be amazing. Might even be better than what it actually is, Stingport? which is Port Buzz City. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And the jerseys no! are even ugly. They're not. They're, they're not, not good. They're, yeah. Sting City. Sting. Sting. Sting City. Buzz, Buzz City. City. Sting City would be good. Sting City would be cool. I would. I would be down with Sting City. Kind of. I mean, it's better than we than Buzz City. Oh. 
Um, so I don't know bad. if you have Facebook on that computer, but I sent you a comprehensive list oh, of all yeah, of them. The where you just scroll through. I do. It's really good. Oh, great! Because yeah. I was on I was on the website, like like Me looking at trying to pull them up. Okay. I thought so I, yeah, I just thought go through that right. one and go okay. to um, Sacramento. Okay. Oh, okay, Jesse or Steve. I, I know this one, Steve. <laughs> what would Sacramento be? I mean, like King Town, King City, King <laughs> Royal City. Keep trying, but less mature. Crown Town. <laughs> less mature. Less mature. Smelly butts. No, no. Think Sacramento. Okay. And their city jerseys. And their city jerseys. What can you pull out of Sacramento mm. that could be very immature and a grade seven would think of? And then put it on an is NBA it jersey. Is it Sacktown? It sure is. <laughs> Check it out too. No. <laughs> they say Sacktown on them. <laughs> and when did they become red? When did the Sacramento Kings get red? For the and powder blue. <laughs> when did the Sacramento Kings turn into the Washington Wizards? What are these jerseys? Oh, the Washington? No, they look like the Washington Bullets. Like, yeah. <laughs> how did this get past? Hey, I have an idea. <laughs> oh God! Sacktown. No! <laughs> you photoshopped that right now. That's how you did it. Um, um, one last one thing we should look at, too. <laughs> yes. Are you thinking the Washington thing? <laughs> did you look at Washington? See, North is boring, but it's not sack. Okay, down. now, yeah. Steve, this isn't... If you were... Or a BuzzFeed, whatever wha- the... F- <laughs> <laughs> Washington. Adam's crying. <laughs> um, so there's no good way to say. Think of think of we're on since we're at Sacktown. Oh, oh God, we're still on Sacramento. No, we're oh, talking okay. about Washington now. But oh, along Washington. the lines of Sacktown, think of the most immature-looking logo you could possibly think of, and what would it be? Literally a wizard. No, 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 no. I'm talking about... That's a long well, yeah, it's, okay, yeah, yeah, but like, I'm talking about immature in like but, a grade 7, like, <laughs> yeah, sort of way. Go worse. <laughs> All 30 teams would just be a dick logo. It's Who thought of It's a penis with a hand and a basketball coming out of it. <laughs> That's literally what Washington looks like. Was this a fan submission? From a third grader who is currently shitting themselves because you actually chose two folks, your kids, three, two, one, a dick and balls logo. That's what it is. But the, the, but the dick is a hand. Jersey and the and it, the basketball and is coming. Is a hands. The basketball is whatever you want it to be. No. I mean, if that was if that was the my color, I'd be going to see a doctor. I'm just throwing that out there. They were, uh, I'd be a little concerned. Like a dick and balls. <laughs> they did. They really did. They like went out of their way. That's, yeah. Like that logo, you could have it and not have it. You know what? The basketball could be in the middle. Sure. It could be anywhere, but at the. Even then. It could be next to the shaft. <laughs> but instead. They have an out-of-their-way Dick and Balls logo. Aren't they doing really bad this year? Yes. Good. They, they deserve it. They deserve it. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> oh, hey, listen, my God. You think you can't get a job in professional sports? Graphic design. Um, you, you, 
kids. Other small notes. You won't be able to see the San Antonio Spurs. Their jerseys are camouflage. Yeah, they're that gray and black <laughs> camouflage. So. Oh, the Bushwhackers. Yeah. Those are their city jerseys. Yeah. I have to say, I respect the Philadelphia one looks cool. Because that off-white color and it's the old school. Yeah. The Celtics one is cool. I like the, the Lost Suns for Phoenix Suns. Yes. Yeah. Cool the job. Celtics one's the one from the Christmas game, right? Yes. Yeah, those are cool. They're very cool. Yeah. Those yeah. Are cool. Uh, Detroit's Motor City, obviously, but I think Detroit's kind of ugly. Like, I'm just not a big fan you of it. You can have an ugly jersey as long as the name is cool and you don't have a dick and balls in the <laughs> middle of your chest. That's what it is. <laughs> what a perfect way to end that segment. <laughs> I don't know if it could get any better than that. Oh, we peaked. Yeah, we, that was that was it. God. That's it. It's done. Listen, um, tonight we've got we've got uh, uh, among other things the Leafs are playing, but more importantly, it's Calgary Edmonton, and this is Cassian's first game back. And it's so funny. I was I was listening to his press conference today, and he's this is this is where the NHL becomes dweeb city. Okay, <laughs> Portland's Rip City. We're Dweeb City. Okay. So Zach Cassian and uh, representing Dweeb Daniel City. Kachuk have this rivalry. Daniel, I heard Dale. <laughs> what were you trying to Daniel say? Daniel Kachuk. Whatever. Where am I going? Damon, <laughs> Marlon Wayans, <laughs> Marlon Kachuk, Damian Wayans. It's been a long day, and I'm fighting another cold. My kid is sick, and I just can't do that. I can't Bradley get help. Bradley Aniston, <laughs> Billy Kachuk. <laughs> Not Brady. What's the other one? Do you have a fever? Yeah, I don't know. What man. happened to you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what's his What's his name? I can't think the, of it. Marlon Wayne. Matthew. <laughs> so close to Daniel. Anyway, they're both in the Bible. Whatever. <laughs> and being the religious one here, you know, with the two confirmed Catholics, I uh, <laughs> we're both baptized. <laughs> oh. It's true. You're going to hell, heathen. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, Not baptized. Nope. <laughs> but anyway. Um, the, uh, so Marlon Wayans. So Marlon Wayans. So Kachuk and Cassian. So they're making White Girls 3. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever one they're on. White okay. Girls 3. Problematic. Can't wait. <laughs> they'd have no, to name white, the movie white that. chicks, you guys. Oh, White Chicks. <laughs> oh, white. Yo, still, still one of the funniest movies of all time. Oh, my God. So good. White Chicks 3. Yes, actually. <laughs> um, okay, so... Kachuk and Cassian have this thing. They hate each other. It feels a little bit like the 80s Oilers and Flames. It's kind of fun. Both teams are doing really well. Mm -hmm. They're fighting for tops in the division. You know, Kachuk wins. Matthew Kachuk wins round one by goading Cassian into it, into a penalty that leads to the game winner. Like, poetic. And then after the game, Kachuk says, he's not a good player. I'm not going to fight him. And Cassian says, I don't know why he won't fight me and, and, and does a bunch of I other things. I have 13 things. goals. Have, and I, I'm, I'm not bad anymore. I'm good. I'm now good, Cassian. And it was really good. And then he gets suspended for a couple of games for, you know, what, what happened. We've all been through that. Says he's not sorry. And then, so I contextualize that. You know all this stuff, but I'm repeating that stuff so you can hear this stuff. Which Ooh. today, and I am paraphrasing, Cassian said, I, you guys are making a bigger deal of this than it really is. Like, if, if this was 10 years ago, this happened all the time. Zachary. Now. Zachary. No. Is he saying this before the game so he doesn't get in trouble? And then when he steps on the ice, he starts beating people's faces in. Either way. They really should get it out of the way opening face-off. Either way. Like, the, well, apparently uh, uh, player safety will be there. They're oh, actually boo. attending the game. 
<laughs> Probably oh, the first one applauding it. Oh, uh, no. But I listen. I'm excited. I, I'm excited yeah. for what this. I'm not going to be able to stay up and watch the game. I'm excited for the highlights tomorrow. Clear yeah. safety is going to be there. Can can someone tell them about cameras? Someone they they no, know. No, Steve. A, they got a ticket. They know it's on TV, right? Like, Jesus Christ. The intimidation factor of them in the building. Oh, All man. the intimidations for 60 are huge <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah they're, like they're going to look at Peros like, just shit, shit, scops, 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 scops. Shit, shit, It's George Peros. He can suspend you from here. He can suspend you from there. He can suspend you anywhere. But he won't. He, he can won't. suspend you. But he won't. He sure can. He can't suspend you, Cassie Ann. You see, because I see what you did there. It's good. Catholic, Doctor Seuss. So learn a lot about my childhood. No, I'm just listen. I I uh, uh, I found it was like ah, oh, like if you know what you know what would have been the better move. Say nothing. Hmm. Say nothing. Have, I'm ha- giving up. Let on the you. fans enjoy the excitement of this, and say nothing. Don't say, oh, you media guys are making a bigger deal of this. No. No, Zach, you took the media aside and held your own press conference after the last time and talked about how he won't play, how he won't fight you, how he's got to answer the bell, how like all of these things. And all of a sudden we're making the big deal. You gave us the quote. A guy named Buddy got called up. Don't tell me this isn't real. His name (laughs) is Buddy. Buddy. It's the most hockey name ever. And he's not your buddy. He's here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And guess what? Guess what he's out of? Hoots to give. That's what he's out of. <laughs> That's what Buddy is out of. Sorry. His hoots per 60 is zero. It's none. No hoots. Um, it's the I end just, of the show. I just want to say, I'm so excited for this game. Mm-hmm. I just wish, I just wish we didn't have to make it lame. It'll be something. It's going to be cool. Yeah. And listen, I don't think anything crazy is going to happen. Usually it's a big letdown in the NHL. And I, but I, I just want them to play a competitive hockey game that's fun to watch. But but please stop going out and blaming local media, media it's so, in Edmonton and Calgary for this. So Are you lazy. out of your mind? It's lazy and yeah. wrong. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, can you look this up? Can you look up the Flames and Oilers schedule or just the Flames? Because they play tonight. Mm-hmm. Flames played last night against mm-hmm. the reigning Stanley Cup champions. That's a tough yep. front half to your back-to-back, and then you're expecting World War III. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder... If tonight is relatively tame, we're disappointed. We sort mm-hmm. of forget about it. And then when they play next, which I think is Saturday night. Oh, they play back-to-back. Well, kind of back-to-back. Two games in a row. When's the next one? Saturday. So they play... The Flames play tonight, and then they play again Saturday. If both games are versus Edmonton. If I'm... That's cool. If I'm broadcasting this game, I'm like, can you... Can you wait for Saturday? No, no, no. Wednesday's a national game, too. If if you're broadcasting, if you're the broadcaster right now, you want them to go hard tonight. You want them to go hard Saturday. Saturday. You want them to face in the first round of the playoffs. You want all the chaos yeah. for every game. You oh, want all full that. chaos. Yeah. Give it to us. Right? Give it to us. You know what? My team is not involved. <clears throat> I want to see these guys tear each other apart. Steve, that's unethical. I'm aware. Oh. If I was ethical, I wouldn't watch hockey at all. But... Flawed. Sorry, yeah. I'm a sinner. We've already touched on the Catholic stuff. Yeah, I love football. I love football. You sh- and you shouldn't, but you do. But I, fl- uh, it's like the John Oliver thing where he d- goes into FIFA and he's like, he tells, uh, talks about how bad FIFA is, and he's like, but we love it, <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. I 
cannot wait to see how this goes. I am so, I haven't been this excited about a game in a long time. Calgary, Edmonton, they are a point apart in the standings. Edmonton's got two games in hand, so if they win tonight, they're a point up on Calgary. And it's a huge they've got game. A, they've got two games in hand. Like, come on, how it's cool is that? It's an enormous game. Enormous. This is the kind of this is what we want. Yes. This is what I live for. Uh, can I read you guys a short story? Sure. Um, Andrew Berkshire texts me. We text each other on almost a daily basis. Ew, so and so and Thirty One Thoughts just came out, and he sent me a link to Thirty One Thoughts. Uh-huh. Uh, this one is actually from. Let me see. This is from Elliot Friedman's Thirty One Thoughts from October thirtieth. 2019. This is Thought 29. When is this from? October 30th, 2019. October 30th of this past of this past October. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's an enormous story, and I feel like the entire hockey world missed it somehow. Okay. Thought 29 from October 30th, 2019. Presented without comment from the outstanding Instigators radio show with Andrew Peters, Craig Rive and Brian Gianta on WGR in Buffalo. In round one of the 2006 Stanley Cup playoffs, Montreal led eventual Stanley Cup champion Carolina 2-0. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They were up 2-0 in the series? Saku Koivu had two assists in the first two games and was injured by an accidental high stick in game three. But there was another injury as Rive, Koivu's teammate, or sorry, roommate, said in an incredible story. After the pregame skate and lunch buffet ahead of Game 3, they went back up to the room. While getting dressed, well, I'll let Rive take over. We sprinted down the hall, met at the bathroom at the same time. Obviously, because Zaku, uh, Saku was quicker, he beat me there. But I always had to have the last laugh, so I blew him up into the back of the toilet bowl. Water started pouring out of the toilet because we completely obliterated it. Water was flooding our room. He's yelling at me, call the trainer, call the trainer. He walks down the hall to grab his phone, and all of a sudden, I was gasping because there was blood all down his back, all down his butt. You couldn't even see his butt, and he was naked, by the way. I wipe him down with a white towel, which is even worse, right? Just to see where the blood was coming from, and there was a gaping open wound coming out of his back. It was the most disgusting thing. It was humongous how deep it was. Whoa. Who are the two people involved? Craig Rive and Saku Koivu. Whoa. Saku Koivu was the captain of the Habs. Right. Koivu missed the bus to the game because he was taken to a private hospital. He couldn't touch his toes, said Rive, but he was able to play. Don't know how he did it. Koivu did get hurt by the stick, and Montreal lost four in a row as Carolina won it all. Did the coaches, or how did the coaches not strangle Rive? Because I think we told him he slipped on the floor. Wow. They were up 2 nothing on the eventual Stanley Cup champions. The Habs could have gone on to win the Cup that year. We could have had an Oilers-Canadian Stanley Cup final. But we didn't because Craig Rive tackled Saku Koivu in a race into to, a toilet. In a race to the washroom. In a race to the bathroom <laughs> while he was naked. That was awesome. I'm going to chirp Elliot. How is that thought 29? (laughs) That's number one! Mm -hmm. That's wild! That decided a Stanley Cup! Kind of. That a defenseman checked his captain into a toilet that he destroyed and cut him open with. 
Holy shit! I know it doesn't exactly fit with where the show was going, but I couldn't leave here today without How many that story. of those stories exist in hockey? A, a million. A thousand. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Like, That's wild. Stupid, dumb shit. Like, we all laughed at Trevor Bauer when he cut his finger on the drone and then tried to pitch. Mm-hmm. Like, that happens all, all the time. All the time. People hurting themselves doing stupid shit. I. I. Mm. <laughs> I can't even well, I, There I, was a player mm. in a recent Stanley Cup final with James Reimer. Let's yeah. Yeah, San Jose uh, one. Oh, I was gonna say within the last five years, and he did yep. play in the Stanley Cup final in the last five years. Yep, yep. But there there was a story from the past five years where there was a player who literally couldn't play in the Stanley Cup final because they were fucking around between the conference final and Stanley Cup final. Like they were just doing stupid shit off the ice and hurt themselves. Like it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Sorry, I just had to tell you that story. That's a great story. That's a great story. So the new 31 Thoughts, there's a little tease for you, is up today. Let's do the press conference. If we have a conference to press. Anyway. Um, A Panini press town. That's our jersey. How many points slash goals does Roman Polak score tonight (coughs) in his return to Toronto? Two assists. Adam Wilde? Mmm... I hesitate to say none because I said Nikita Zaitsev would have none last night and the one day of the year that he's going to score. I think I think uh, I think he gets an assist on the first goal, which will be in the first thirty seconds. <laughs> hey. That's what I think. Hey. That's what I think. You know that's a leaf thing to happen. Also look for Ben Bishop to play out of his mind. Yeah, he's gonna be incredible. <laughs> It's going to be out of his mind. Tyler Sagan, too, loves to eat the leaves. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? This one is from Marlo's Marley's on our Reddit page. Mm. Adam, since you are doing renovations on your house mm-hmm. and you have not had a fridge, mm-hmm. where have you stored your jeans? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, it's cold in Canada. I just put them outside. Actually? <laughs> no. Shut up. I believe you, though. No, I don't. I just don't wash them. <laughs> <laughs> like when, <laughs> I'm not playing in the mud, Steve. Like I shower every day. Yeah. Except you don't wash your legs. Okay. Have well, you, the, do you ever sit down on public transit? Legs. No, I rarely. I, I I don't have to take public transit. It's it, public transit is not open at the time about, I go to work. What about in an Uber? Do I sit down? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of ass has been on that seat. <laughs> And now they're yeah. Now, lots of ass is my ass. There's, there's, I am lots of ass. I carry that with everywhere. And now there's all kinds of asses sitting <laughs> on your ass right now. Mm. Mm. There's your ass is the epicenter of everything that's been on the news. <laughs> I am coronavirus. Is that you what you're are <laughs> corona booty virus? Okay, all right. That's fine. you. I'm not gonna bring up a problematic YouTuber. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear about a YouTuber? Yeah. The coronavirus? Tell me about the coronavirus YouTuber. Oh, because, no. of course, let me guess. <laughs> he faked someone's death and did a prank of coronavirus and started and then ran out of the streets and started popping is, on people. I have the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, a Chinese influencer named oh, no. Wang Megyun. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Okay. But. She decided for her YouTube video no, because no. every YouTube video no. needs to one-up itself. Well, we know YouTube by now. It's always like, hey, I did this thing, and now I did this thing. It's always got to elevate the next video upload. So her video was, no. she decided to eat the bat linked to coronavirus oh, on her this. channel. <laughs> so the bat that 
was linked to the coronavirus outbreak, she said, I'm going to eat it for now, this YouTube video. It's not the exact bat. It's like the species of bat, right? It, well, the species of bat that's linked to coronavirus. Right. She ate it on her channel. What happened? That she was fine now, but she had she apologized. <sighs> oh, my. She had a bowl frigging... of bat soup causing global outrage. Wang broke her silence on the clip which has been viewed by millions of people, in a long post to her website after she was inundated with abuse, including death threats. Ooh, that's not cool. Oh, no, she messed up. You're supposed to do this before January. That's when all the big YouTubers make their controversial fuck-up video, is before January. Yeah, you did because, it after. because you make the most goose. money in, Jan in oh, December. Shit. Right? Oh, dear. You see a lot of that happen in... Uh, in December, you see a lot of like, whoa, that was right. videos. I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but I am very tinfoil hat about the Logan Paul yep. Japan video. Oh, 100. Mm -hmm. That happened, happened on oh, purpose. Yeah. They know because mm -hmm. you don't. You don't. Just for anybody that doesn't know, advertising sales tend to drop off because people tend to stop spending in January. They need some time to recover. Yeah. So, in YouTube terms, mm -hmm. you make less money in January for the same amount of work as you would in December. Hence why a lot of YouTubers sort of like blow it off in January. They're like, yeah, they're taking a vacation because they make like literally less than a quarter of what they usually do. So, yeah. yeah, so why 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 waste your content on when you're not going to make money? Yeah. Right. You're so, you're burnt out anyway. Yeah. Take some yeah. time off. So they do. You um, go hard in December and then yeah. yeah, have a little break in January. Yeah. Oof. Anyways, Yikes. That's, I don't know how a, we got there. That's a tough move. So literally, I ate the coronavirus? Oh my god. <laughs> Imagine that was her thumbnail. <laughs> I ate the coronavirus bat? <laughs> Hold on, what's, what's the guy's name from Red Dead Redemption? Not the YouTuber, what's the main character's name from Red Dead Redemption? Arthur Morgan? Arthur Morgan eats the bat that gave you- Arthur Morgan gets Arthur coronavirus? Arthur Morgan's ghost? <laughs> Is in Grand Theft Auto? Drinking a coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Fidget spinner? <laughs> BTS? Cream City? <laughs> <laughs> Team's logo is a dick? <laughs> I think with that, we will wrap the show. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? <laughs> you gotta go back and watch this segment, please. <laughs> I just watched <laughs> Anyway, we love you guys. Thanks so much for listening to our dumb show. Why do you listen to this? We'll see you Sunday. Bye. Yeah, I wonder what you're doing. <laughs> the Steve Dangle Podcast. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle at Adam W Y. And at Jesse Blake. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness. Connection complete.